1: Welcome to a new week on the Home of Sport SEN, broadcasting from the studios of 11.70am in Sydney. Welcome to Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. I don't think we've ever had a weekend where there are more pronounced winners, losers, and everything in between. Gee, Tigers fans, are you with us? Will the sun come up today? Tim Zhu fans, say my name! Say my name. Wow. What a dramatic Sunday afternoon. Greg Alexander, good to be with you. Um, Dragons fans Bossy, are happy. Just... Bulldogs fans are happy. Yeah. Tigers fans feel like poop.
2: Yeah, I, I, I want to start on a positive. I I, I think with yeah, so much know. sport hap- happening over the weekend, let's let's start yep. on a positive. Um, the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs are a big positive. 26-0, they led the Melbourne Storm. Got themselves back into the game. A bit the Storm, but very, uh, very good performance from from the Doggies, uh, which had to be, because I think when you look back to round one, they're probably the most disappointing team out of round one. So um, they needed to improve. One of my new favorite players, Vossi, Jacob Carraz. I love him. Yes. I love Jacob Carraz. Fantastic. Uh, I tell you what else I loved over the weekend, watching Reese Walsh in his debut game for the Broncos. He was Mm. stunning. Stunning performance from Rhys Walsh. We got a glimpse of it in the preseason game that he played against the Titans, and he just looked—he just looked three yards quicker than everyone else on the field. That's how he played on Friday night. And a positive has to be again the contests that we've seen in rugby league. The contests over the weekend, the games—the ga- the games were fantastic. Friday night into Saturday, into Sunday. Whether whether you thought the quality was good or bad, yesterday's game at Licard was riveting. You couldn't take your eyes off it. Could the Tigers possibly play anyway? Vossi, I heard you say through commentary and I was in the studio yesterday, you said yep. this goes down as one of it might go down as one of Newcastle's best ever wins. They played for yes. for ten minutes without Dom Young at the back end of the first half. They played without Saifidi for fifteen minutes at the back end of the game. Um, the only thing that cancels that out is the Tigers form. The Tigers, yeah, that's right? Rubbish, rubbish. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's yeah, that is... yeah.
1: But when Ponga went first minute, Jalen Braley goes 15th Correct. minute. Tyson Frazel goes second half. A bin, a send off. Um, that's quite extraordinary. But the Tigers, look, we just can't dodge the issue. Um, I, I don't know where to put it. It's one of the worst. Um, frustratingly poor performances I think I've ever seen. I mean, like at Oval jumping again, you know, cl- close to Full House, the, the hill, you know, Brimful. Does it mean anything to them? Because maybe they should play in front of no one and they'd play better. Are they, Are they? Is it stage fright? Because the attack... There's one moment in the game, and I just can't remember the minute, but Luke Brooks ran almost the entire width of the field with no one to pass it to. He ran past... Statue, 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 statue. No one no one was ready to run onto the ball. He, he ends up know, on the other side. What's going on? Yeah. Yes, he did. He ran at least 30, 40 metres. I'm exaggerating. Not the whole width. But he would have run at least 30 to 40 metres across field and had no one to pass it to. This is when they're still trying to get back in the game. Um, I I just don't know what to say about the Tigers. I, I throw no. it open to the open line to either Tigers fans or... Or other fans who watched the game yesterday to put it into context, that attacking performance by the West Tigers. There are so many elements within it that were so disappointing. That just like you just it's worse than bad in some cases. <laughs> it was worse than bad. Worse than bad.
2: Uh okay, yeah. let's 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 jump from, from negative back to positive. Uh yesterday's win by the Dragons, down twelve two to the Titans, Cogra. The dragons score. Did they score the next five tries to, to win comfortably? That was a good performance. Uh, another positive out of the weekend: the dolphins winning their second game. Yeah. Did you, that, wow. Now that was again. I I I I I, call, I was at Allianz for the Roosters Warriors, so I, I I missed the first half, but I got home to watch the second half of the footy. And twelve six down. Second half. I think the Raiders had the the ball for twenty minutes of the opening. 20 minutes of the second half. And you just thought, well, if they score, that's it. Played in wet conditions, so it was tough going. Somehow the Dolphins withstood whatever the Raiders had and kept it to 12-6 and then out of nowhere scored a try off a grubber kick and, wow, didn't wasn't there some drama in the final 10 minutes of that game, um, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But on the positive note, the Dolphins winning two games.
1: that's mm. And sitting on top of the comp. But but what about Canberra? Um, look, I know it was ten, and and ten's not um, huge. But they again they did lead by a double digit scoreline. Canberra mm. and, and got beaten. I mean, it's now it's 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 incredible. No no team comes back more from halftime deficits, but it is daylight second for teams that can lead big and lose. I will I will dig out the actual numbers because you've got to update it every week. Last week they were down 18-0 and almost come Ooh. back to win and lost by a point to the Cowboys um, but then on the weekend again they led big. So Canberra has lost 11, now 12 games since the start of 2020 um, they've won the most games when trailing in that period so they've lost 12 games when leading at half time uh, since 2020, they, they are are they the faders or it must be incredibly frustrating for Ricky, Ricky, one of the most experienced coaches in our game. How can they do both week to week? They will come back like they're, like a be like a frustrating racehorse that always storm down the outside, get a good third. Then you put him in a weak race and they'll lead and, and lose. I mean, it's it's an incredible stat that's developed there. Um, by the way, just away from uh, the, the rugby league, the actual score lines. Um, the issue of concussion will not go away. Kalen Ponga, right now, Brandy, you know, sat out what the last four, or five weeks of last season mm. concussion. Now, first two weeks is, has two concussions. What do you do?
2: Yeah, we had five HIAs last year, boss, and obviously one of those failed, and he was he sat on the sidelines for it for over a month. Uh, I don't know what you do. I, I don't know. After after yesterday's you know head clash with Kapoa in the opening oh. minute of the game, um, yeah, you
1: know I think he'll be on the sidelines for a little while. Um, yeah, but you can't have any more time off than what he's just had. Like you know when you think about it, to sit out the back part of last season into an entire off season off, you know what I mean? Like he's had added up, added up. He had mm. uh, one, two, three, four, four and a bit months off. They sat him out for four and a half months. And now he's had two in a row. Like what? It's a big issue. I mean, your main man, your one million dollar man. Yep. What's a reasonable amount of time that you would stand him down for now? No, no I, one I, can I speculate on it. that. That's that's the in the
2: hands of the doctors. Yeah, that 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 is in the hand of the the hands of the experts. That you know, we we can't sit here and speculate what they need to do. But it is it's a concern. That's true. It's a concern. Uh, now there's golf on Vossie. Players yes is on now we had Minwoo Lu sitting one shot behind Scotty Scheffler, Minwoo birdied the first hole, so he drew level with, uh, Scheffler. Mm. Yes. He then triple bogeyed uh. this the fourth triple bogey yes. had a seven on the fourth so, Scotty Scheffler at the moment is sitting at thirteen under. Then there's Matsuyama, there's Hovland, there's Homer and Minwoo Lee all on ten under. The other Aussie that was uh, Certainly in contention early, and, and probably still is, but he's already dropped two shots as well. Cam Davis went from 10 under to wait us. The bus. Yeah. Well,
1: it hasn't the bus. crashed yet, but it's wobbling. No. It's just like it's like the Tigers' rickshaw. Wobbling. The, the, the rickshaw. I'm still on the rickshaw, but I told you it wasn't going to be a comfortable ride. At the moment, it absolutely sucks. But, um... Just on uh, the when I say pronounced winners and and losers from the weekend, I mean we have got this huge scale. Um, Tim's you the fight. You know, um, they call it the sweet science. It was a violent mm. end. Mm. How many, how many, how many punches extra do you think were thrown before the referee stopped the fight? I mean, I someone said to me it was like on you're playing a PlayStation game and you're doing Street Fighter or something, you just keep pressing the same button, bing, bing, bing. He went uppercut, 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 uppercut. Uh, uppercut <laughs> Connected yeah. with right, kept... and the ref kept letting it go, just battering his head with an uppercut. Yeah. Um, mm. It was it was a truly violent end that when a fighter, world-class, gets a sniff, you, you turn into an animal to finish it off. And oh. I'm saying that with respect. Well, you've got to. Well, that's the you know, was. That's, that's, the, that's sport. the game. That's a brutal ending to that fight, brutal ending.
2: Yeah, so um, he uh, he will now line up a fight with. I don't know Charlo's first name. There's two Charlos. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Jamil Charlo and Jamal? Like there's two of them, the, the, but they've got the same names. Charlo, that'll do. Yeah, Charlo, go fight him. But at the yeah. end,
1: is it is it showmanship? Is it or a bit um, a bit naff? Um, oh, what's my very yeah. <laughs> naff? It's <laughs> a
2: crowd. Fair. Oh, that I I I can't watch it honestly. Mm. What the carry on after a fight. I I yep. I, I know that they've got their special individuals to get into a ring and do what yep. they do. They they they've got to be a little bit different, but the carry on after a fight it's, it's, embarrassing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. It's
1: embarrassing. Yeah. Now all right. Now let's just uh let's just do a bit of housekeeping right now. Thanks to Victor Sports. Uh, Victor School and Sports Club Supplies, victorsports.com.au. Uh, just on the injury front out of the weekend in Rugby League, take note of all of these. I mean, Newcastle have got the short turn around the five days. It's very hard to see Ponga or Brayley playing. Tyson, Frazell, you'd have to have doubts. They play the Dolphins, the 6 o'clock game on Friday night. Um, that'll be here on SEN and, of course, exclusive to Fox League. So that's a that's a big one. Nelson also for Solomon. Melbourne, I'll say about the Melbourne side, when I... Sat down to call it the other night. I thought the thinnest side I'd ever seen Melbourne field outside of an Origin period.
3: Yeah, no, I agree. Seven games we-
1: between the two wingers, twenty-two games between the bench. A first timer at five-eight. It it looked thin with a few yeah. notable exceptions. It looked a little New South Wales cupish. The depth isn't yeah, there. So you for you take
2: you take Nelson out of that side. That's already without hmm. Munster and Pappenhausen, and it's gee, it's Holum. there's a lot of responsibility on the shoulders
1: of Jerome Hughes and Harry Grant to try and get the Storm a win. Corey Oates has that uh, broken jaw. That was a controversial incident from the weekend with uh, Scott Drinkwater now suspended. Brandon Smith, the back injury, could be out of action for the Roosters next week. That injury update, thanks to Victor Sports. Victor School and Sports Club supplies, supplying schools and sports throughout Australia, uh, victorsports.com.au. I don't even want to talk about the tipping. Did I get two? How, how many? I don't know how two, many I got, two, actually. I, I, I don't
2: know how many I got. Not many. Well, I, did, I didn't get many either, Bossy. Um, no, we, we, went the, well, we, went
1: we went different, different on, on the Rabino's game and the Dolphins game, and we went different on the Sharks game. I got the Sharks game up, but you got mm. the other two up, and then our other winners uh, were the dragons. Roosters. Did you get the, the Dragons? Did you? Did yeah, you go the I went, you went the Titans, oh, so didn't you? Different. Yeah, I went Titans. Yeah, well, so
2: right. I got four.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah oh, it's, it's already started. Round two, I'm I'm four in yeah. front, three in front. Yeah. Now, that's yeah. not the ladder that we're talking about for Bailey Ladders. We're talking about the real ladder, works i trusted for over 60 years, Bailey Ladders. I have a Bailey platform ladder. Without them, you're kidding yourself. You're not doing things safe around the house. But there are... Four teams on four points, and two of them are helped by the bye. The only two teams that are two and two are the Dolphins and the Broncos. The only teams. And then you've got Manly and the Dragons also on four, uh, helped along by a bye. And three teams without a win at the bottom of the table, Raiders, Eels, Tigers. Um, and uh, the Eels have got a big one Thursday night playing Manly. Uh, that is thanks to Bailey Ladders, bringing safety and efficiency to the worksite. For over 60 years. Do you want to go anywhere else sport? Yeah, just
2: on the Tigers, and you just went through the ladder. Um, so, and we said last year, well, I can't get... It's,
1: they, they've got to be on the up. Well, they're not. At the moment, they're 17th. They they're one worse than they were last year. Yeah. Wow. Now, the other big sport, and it's so much. I mean, we had supercars in Newcastle. There was plenty of drama there. Uh, the NBL, extraordinary, going to a fifth game uh, Wednesday night. So Kings won game three, 91-68. Devastating second half by the Kings. And then lose game four, 80 points to 70. So a decider Wednesday night. And the cricket, bring back the Bunts and burners. Bring back the turners. I yes. want exploding wickets. This <laughs> day five stuff. Um, yeah, well, uh, Australia, only one team could possibly win this test, and it ain't Australia. Um, but, but a draw would be the favoured result. But going into the last day, um, and finding themselves, you know, all 10 wickets in hand, but uh, it will be pressure, I'm pretty sure. I mean, India have nothing to lose. They just have to, you know, basically crowd the bat all day and see what happens.
2: Yeah, plenty of uh, English Premier League action this morning and uh, and yesterday, Vossi, that will update and update the ladder in that one too because it's getting quite
1: interesting down the bottom of the table. You're down to your last 10. Are you backing hmm. the draw or India to win? Australia start the day eighty-eight runs behind the last day. They go into the last no, day. Eighty eight runs. They won't so be behind. They won't be resolved. Your last tens on the draw. Yeah. Why am I nervous? Why am I nervous? Usman <laughs> Kawaja injured. Um so we're gonna have to wait and see. Didn't open. Uh let's get to calls. The Motorola open line is one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. The Edgewater Homes text line is zero four five seven seven three six. Uh, 736. So much to get through on the show. So many sports to attack. Let's throw it over to you. Ramp it up here on the Home of Sport SEN. Whatever you want to talk about, if you want to give a big you know, pat on the back or you want to put the slipper in, this is the place to do it. 25.5 after 6 in New South Wales. 25.5 after 5 in Queensland. Yes, we're broadcasting through a whole bunch of stations for this first hour at the very least, 6.93am Brisbane, 16.20am Gold Coast, the SEN track, uh, track ne- network through regional uh, Queensland. Drinkwise, unmissable moment um, from the weekend. I-, I thought I was on onto something there with a hat trick for a Roosters player. It wasn't Tupo. It could have been Paulo and, and then it wasn't anyone. But um, Drinkwise, unmissable moment from the uh, weekend. Remember, thanks to Drinkwise. You won't miss a moment if you Drinkwise... I know we hop on a lot of buses, mm-hmm. but Bangladesh, I gave them a rap the other day, I'm on the bangers. Um, the bangers have been really? England again. So from having What's their the... first ever win, they're, they're, they've like won three in a row. We're talking 2020? Yeah. No, but yeah. they've won three games in a row against England. They won the last of the ODIs, I'm pretty sure. Then they won the first T20, which is their first ever win over England, and again, overnight they've done it. They've beaten them by uh, four wickets. Bowled England right. out for 117 and chased them down. Go Bangladesh, drink-wise, unmissable moment. Mm.
2: Okay, my, my drink-wise unmissable moment. I, I can't split the two. I, I I just think we need to reward the basketball fans of Sydney because 18,000 or just over 18,000 attended uh, the game at Kudos Bank Arena. So it's a record. That's the biggest basketball crowd in the game's history. Basketball is on the rise in this country again. Uh, couldn't split that and the scenes at KO Stadium when the hammer scored with a minute and
1: a half to go. Pandemonium Fins at up. KO Stadium in Redcliffe. Finn's up. Finn's up. An honourable mention, of course, for Shane Van Gisbergen passing Chaz Mostart to win race two up there in Newcastle. So it's Camaro, Camaro beating Mustang at the supercars. It takes a little while to get used to, I must admit. Let's go to the uh, Edgewater home texts, and there are a billion of them. A billion uh there is and the first one let's uh, let's kick it off with a
2: positive one the Greenkeeping rooster says morning boys vossy how is that rickshaw ride
1: feeling yep mm-hmm. yep yeah, yeah. the rickshaw bumpy. the tiger's rickshaw real bumpy wobbly bumpy. wheels and real bumpy yep ah uh, this out, we're is going to be lots blocks it's... of china yeah, it's going to be, that, a, it's sure. going to
2: be a, a, a morning dominated by Tigers Tech isn't it? Uh, Miles from Byron Bay says, What a gutsy uh, win from my Knights yesterday, albeit from a lacklustre Tigers team. Hopefully that kind of d- defence stays in our team this year. P.S. Thanks, Tim Sheens, for giving us Jackson Hastings. Enjoy the
1: wooden spoon this year, Tigers. Ooh. Ouch. Straight to the point. Um, now, hello, Moto. Actually, can we get officially... We can't just have a to say hello, Moto first, so can we get the official... Uh, so. Hello Moto. You yes, see Motorola open line and of course uh, Motorola boy they've got the uh, phones with the, uh, the grouse charges I've said it before ducks nuts that's not their official um, tagline but I'm calling it the ducks uh, nuts but you can check them out motorola.com.au uh, this text hello Moto the only fans cheering watching yesterday's Tigers V Nights were dragon supporters they can throw another barbecue now to celebrate they will not get the spoon this year. That's from someone calling themselves the bowman Bumbag. Hm. Look BBB on Google. Y- you wouldn't desert the bum well you haven't. You you haven't no, jumped no, off no, the bottom.
2: No, it's too no, in. You're yeah, on it. You're right. not you're not, We're getting pulled you're not by an deserting it yet. Mm. Uh Little Bird told me Gary of Newtown was spotted in the Tigers room prior to kickoff. Um yeah, I heard can that too. you just go through the sep, fend, go oh, through sorry. the what 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 uh, was he? He had four things. Hang on a Come on. Yeah. Step, fend,
1: yeah, pass, down. kick. Oh man, <laughs> pressure! That—that's it. Step, fend, pass, kick. I've, I think it's written that's it. Somewhere it. And I've lost it. Uh, yeah. Also, what there, do you think, boys? Pump.
2: Yeah. What do you think, Reece Walsh, the new Queensland fullback? Uh, well, Billy yeah. Slater had him in the in in the camp. He was going to play. Remember, Reece Walsh mm. was going to play Origin in twenty-one, I think, and did a hamstring through the camp. Which ruled him out, but if Kalen Ponga isn't available, mm. um, Reese Walsh, yeah, certainly looks like the man. I'll tell you the other bloke that's in form too, playing at fullback, AJ Brimson. Mm. He was like, I know, I know the Titans went down yesterday, but he was very
1: good while the Titans were winning. Uh, Brandon, just confirmation: step, fend, pass, kick, build a game, understand your kicking game. That was all part of Gary's. Tigers' address uh, pre-match. Uh, this one, let's pump the brakes on the Bulldogs, boys. Storm had no monster. Olam, Pappy, Coates, Dewey, or Sims. Leroy mm. of St. Clair, a salty Parramatta fan. And this one, hello motto. Well done, and thank you all involved in getting supercars on the radio dial yesterday. Great broadcast with Aaron James and Jimmy hosting. I was busy in the shed and kept this petrolhead informed and entertained. Thank you, new cars and same black wind. Shish. The Kingswood Welder. Yeah, it's great that um, yeah the home of sport, Sen proves itself each and every week, but even more so this year with the supercars on board, and that was our, our first hit out yesterday, and it went very, very well. Uh, hoping for the same for Jay the Bookman. He is back on <laughs> New week, new era. Jay from Dimmicks at Rouse Hill with um, his best stuff right now. Here we go.
4: Hey, guys, a bit of social commentary this morning. If you serve your kids frozen pizza or chicken nuggets for dinner, I say you're a bad parent. I don't care how busy you are. Find the time to microwave the stuff.
1: Okay. Thank you, Jay. Uh, Here on this Monday morning, let's go to the news, we hope. Uh,
2: Vossi, I think I need to update the golf because there's better news for the Aussies. Uh, Minwoo Lee has just birdied the seventh hole, so he's only two shots behind Scotty Scheffler. And uh, Cam Davis has fought back too, dropped to 8-under after starting the day at 10-under. He's back to 10-under the card. So sitting in a tie for third with uh, a host of golfers, Matsuyama, Tyrrell Hatton, Max Homer, Victor Hovland. But uh, Minwoo Lee at 11-under, second on his own to Scotty Scheffler, who's at 13-under. They're through seven holes.
1: Uh, there are so many texts there. We are here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brydon's Lawyers. And a reminder about Bryden's Lawyers, your verdict. I'm out. Pick one NRL winner each week for the chance to win $2,500. And if you've already been knocked out, you can register again now for re-entry, which I'll do. From round seven, head to au. I think I had the Tigers well, as my Well, you, banker, you, you think, survived think, round one. one. What was your, your luck right. this weekend? I who, think it might have been the Tigers. Might have been the Tigers oh. to beat the Knights. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> double down. Well, well
2: see, I, I would have locked in the Roosters, but the, that was yep. that got a little shaky for a while there too. Mm. But uh, mm. poor Warriors, Gee, they they imploded. They imploded. Um, they got yeah. it back to 1816, 1812. They got you know to within a converted try, and then there was one moment there that uh, actually I might save that for for Charlie's segment. Things that make you okay. go. Mm. Yeah, Mm. I'll I'll leave that. Uh, Okay, it's taken six months, but now I'm on Team Reptile, says Andy. And the reptile uh, has. uh, Reptile. Well, Jay was just asking for the reptile to get involved this morning. Uh, Jay, 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 your jokes are like yesterday's boxing referee. You just need to stop it.
1: Mm. Uh, Mm. This one has Sportsbeat gotten over an undermarket on How many? I'll get. Actually, I'll get Lieutenant Dan to answer this one. Lieutenant Dan, how are you going? How was the uh, tradies news in a nutshell this morning? Well, it
3: was good, but it was short. It was only half an hour.
1: By the way, happy Uh, anniversary. Happy happy anniversary (laughs) because you've now been on air for a year with the show. You can listen in every uh, weekday morning between five and six most mornings. Uh, this one, you can answer mm. as a Roosters man. Mm. Has Sportspec gotten over an under market on how many players the Roosters can sign by round 26? Would the line be, what, 34-plus?
3: Yeah. That's I'd the <laughs> question. I think it will be more than that, the way they're going at the moment. Nathan Brown. It's an interesting Nathan sign. Brown. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, just why not just, just on that, in
1: passing... The, the coffers. Yeah, but in passing really quickly, contracts, Brandy, just to, just to present facts, contracts run from November 1... To October thirty, so Nathan yes. Brown at Parramatta has already has been, already paid, been paid, paid essentially for four and, well, right. four and a half months. That's right, four and a half months yeah. or whatever he was on. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's not he's not they, they, they haven't signed a player for whatever five hundred six hundred thousand. You've got to take no what whatever is
2: yeah whatever yeah that's right. So it's 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 yeah just over half so, his deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tigers uh, the uh the Roosters will have to pay. Uh I'm confused about Liverpool's form. They put seven pass man new um last week and got beaten one nil by a team at the bottom of the ladder, says Lee from Brisbane. That's right. And Mo Salah Mister Mr. Spot kick. Had a crack at it, just missed everything. Missed the woodwork, missed everything. Uh very unusual. They went down to Bournemouth. Uh that's mm. your team, Andrew. That's my team. So, <laughs> that's my team. Yeah. That's my team, man. Yeah. <laughs> Born, I'm Bournemouth the teams to all. A, <laughs> yeah 1-0. Yeah, so that puts a dent in Liverpool's chase of the top four.
1: Yeah. Um, mind you, there was... Uh, man, you had a draw with Southampton. And, and Southampton were absolute last on the ladder. And there they were having a draw over the weekend. Uh, this one, Kurt Mann, the wingman, is ready to help his mate, Arthur Apato. Well, Kurt Mann didn't play yesterday, so he wasn't there. What I will say about Caelan Pongan, it was a bad concussion, but a full time. He was jumping around the field. He was celebrating the win. So it's interesting how um, the, the body works and what have you. He wasn't like sick throwing up, but it was pretty scary there for a little while for Caelan Ponger, and I totally understand why he's not allowed to come back onto the field. That's that's a Category 1 when they're quite clearly knocked out on the field. Uh, morning, Vossi and Brandy. Another positive was yesterday's Supercars call on SEN. Yep, plenty more wraps, Noons and uh, Moff did a great job. Jimmy Smith anchored the show. Well, thanks, SEN. Um, it is so good that we've just got so much sport. Um, and good. as I said, Thursday and Friday night, Friday night, Dolphins v. Knights. I don't think you can miss it. I, I, we're, we're watching something unbelievable here. Dolphins are going to start favourites against the Knights. Yeah, they might mm. be, they might be top of the table, three from th- like they're top now. It'll yeah, three from three. Good to hear. And f- then the following week they play the Broncos.
2: Yeah, that's big. Dolphins that'll Broncos. Be big. Fifty. 000. Well, if they, if they if they can beat Newcastle and come into the Broncos game with three wins under their belt, what a clash that'll be, bossy. Um Good to hear from you, Big G. Uh, this one, I don't think it was fair that Jacob Saifiti got an early mark. From the game yesterday, you should have been forced to endure the punishment. Uh, we had to, says Peach of Bow Desert. So what, stay out
1: there and watch it? Stay out there and just, yep, yeah, suffer with the rest well, of the spectator. Yeah, you can't go to the mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, uh, let's yeah. again make it official. The Motorola open line, uh, you can check out the latest smartphones from motorola.com.au. Hit it. Hello, Moto. We're going go to
5: the well, let's uh, number there.
1: one golfer.
6: Mm. Yes. Good morning, guys.
1: Good, good morning, morning,
6: golfer. <laughs> yeah, just uh, yeah. watching the um, the golf at the moment. Sheffler's just chipped in uh, oh, to get the, did he? Get the four, four, fourteen under. Yeah. Oh, but, um, that's
7: nice. No Larry Mises. Min eleven under, and and and. I actually predict
6: that Cameron Davis is out of the two Aussies. He's, he's the one that's got the big chance. He's, he's a big-game big, big game player in the last round. He's, he's, I mean, he's won the Australian Open, shooting 65 in the last round. He's a okay, well, he's a 10-under. Yeah. Yep. But um, in, in, terms, in terms of the tipping th- th- this year, uh, I think it's got to be uh, starting to be one of the, the hardest years to tip. How, how could you tip... Um, the Dolphins this weekend, and how how could you tip tip the doggies? But but I I did give you one good tip last week. I said the Dragons were specials for those
2: who wanted to. Well, did um, too.
6: Yeah, and are they your and, team, um, Buck Golfer?
2: That that nearly cancels that out. If they're your team, are they your team?
6: They are my team, but but they were oh, specials definitely. for the
2: week. They were right, specials okay. for the week. Okay. Yeah. We'll, I mean, we'll let it slide. And, uh, and, yeah. I just. Sorry, golfer. I just saw the chip in from Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, that that'll break. Yeah, that's you right. right. Yeah.
6: Anyway. Yeah, but um, I mean, this week the the Roosters and and Souths and and the Dragons and and the Broncos are going to be two two the two big games for the week.
2: Mm.
1: All yeah. right, number one golfer. It's good to good hear from games. you and uh, enjoy watching the golf this morning. One text as we go to a break. Michelle Bishop coming up with her first sports update for the day. This one. Cue the sad music too, Dan, on this one. RC of Hay needs a bit of sad music. Ossian Brandy, has there ever been a more insipid display of attacking rugby league than yesterday, Arvo? It's a long-suffering Tiger supporter of over 40 years. I feel embarrassed this morning. It's time for Brooks to be given a bit of time in Reggie's for the first time in his career to find something for something's sake, says RC of Hay to be that sort of day. Might be that sort of week. See, I, I,
2: I, I thought Luke Brooks looked dangerous at times. He made a, he, he opened the the nights up once down that left hand mm-hmm. touch line, uh, where they did get the That that was where Dom Young got um, sin binned. That was Brooks making mm-hmm. that break. But then after doing a couple of good things, he does some things that you go, is he watching what's happening? Is he even looking mm-hmm. at? There was a time there where. They went left, and they were on the attack, which they were a lot of times yesterday, and they they got it wrong so many times, and in all different ways, they screwed things up when they were on the attack. And Luke Brooks ran across, and I thought, well, if he goes out the back here, it's a three-on-one, yet he hit the lead runner, and he just crashed into a couple of defenders. But if he had just held the pass up, out the back, three-on-one, like, there's a try gone. Disappeared, just into the ether. And and you think,
1: didn't he see that? Like, wasn't he looking? Anyway. What can you say? Tigers (laughs) fans, frustrating, (laughs) not helped by Brandy's assessment. Uh, Not feeling any better at all through the first 40 minutes of the show. Uh, We'll take a break. And Michelle Bishop for Anytime Fitness.
2: Ah, Now, Michelle Bishop for Anytime Fitness. Make your own rules at Anytime Fitness. Michelle, good morning.
0: Good morning. What a weekend of sport. Exhausted. Wow. Too
2: big. Yep. Too big. Huge. Too big.
1: Nah, never. Are guys, going I'm going
0: to take you all the Let's way, again. all the way back to Thursday night for my first report. Um, and this whole Latrell Mitchell situation with the abuse—it's an ongoing police investigation, so there's not a lot of details. But what we are hearing is that the 15-year-old at the centre of the abuse claims his exchange wasn't ro- uh, racially motivated. Uh, As I said, it's a it's a police investigation, but we understand is there's no audio of what was actually said. The television cameras didn't pick that up. Um, They did pick bits of the incident up uh, visually, Uh, but what is conflicting is what is actually was said. Uh, there's, there's a couple of different versions. Now, this comes as the Australian Human Rights Commission has urged the NRL to sign up to a code to stamp out racism at sporting fixtures. And it's funny, guys, other major sporting uh, codes such as AFL, Cricket Australia, Tennis Australia and Golf Australia, they've already done that. Um, and only one NRL club, and that's the Sharks, have signed up to this. So Race Discrimination Commissioner Chin Tan says he's deeply concerned by these allegations of racial abuse in sport. And if the incident on the central coast involving Brent Naden uh in 2021 wasn't enough this surely has to be to get all sports involved um he wants professional sports organizations stadiums and broadcasters to work together to uh, to address spectator racism and of course Luttrell will take the field against the Roosters uh this weekend and officials are expecting a lot of they say high energy between the two arch rivals being the Roosters uh, Club and South Sydney but also um supporters but they'd like it all to be played and supported in the right spirit which we all do
2: yeah absolutely uh now massive weekend of racing uh, over the weekend michelle rosehill and flemington and there was a fall at flemington between, i think the jockeys i think it was craig williams and jamie carr yeah How guys this is what's, the second the second
0: saturday Second Saturday in a row that we've seen some nasty falls because Ethan Brown's still recovering in Royal Melbourne from last week. But yet the two big names, you're right, Brandy. Melbourne Cup winning jockey Craig Williams and, of course, top female jockey Jamie Carr. They were involved in this fall at Flemington. Carr was actually knocked unconscious and remains in Melbourne Hospital. Uh, She was speared into the turf after her Mount Flyball clipped the heels of the eventual winner. Um, this was halfway through the Group 2 size produce. Uh, pr- uh, paramedics were straight on the scene. Williams was on board Dubin Nenko, uh, who tripped, uh, basically uh, fell over the top of Flyball. So it was a very ugly situation. Williams has now been discharged, fortunately, but he does have to return to hospital for an operation on Tuesday on his collarbone. But he had two fractured ribs and a damaged finger. Uh, he has sent a shout out on social media to thank everybody for their support. As I said, car remains in Melbourne Hospital under sedation. So initial scans have cleared her of any serious brain injury, which is great news. And just for the horses, minor laceration and abrasion. So some good news there with the horses. But no, an unfortunate situation, all part of racing. It's a dangerous sport. Good,
1: good of you to be th- so thorough with the report too, Michelle. But yeah, you're right. The dangers of the racing. Every time uh, these jockeys hop on the back of a horse, boot, barrier trial, track gallops in the morning. Uh, They are. There is a certain risk level. Michelle, we'll look forward to your report uh, next hour for Anytime Fitness. See you soon, guys. You're welcome to Anytime Fitness, no matter who you are or what your goals are. The Daggy Dragon has come up on the text. Here's a positive. They say, when you win, rub it in. We sure do. A shout out to all my customers today. Look out. Look out. The Daggy Dragon is going to be in good form today. When you win, rub it in. And on the cricket, um, Drew says Australia will crumble like the cricket pitch today and lose by nine wickets. Oh, oh they, they won't lose by nine wickets. They, oh, well, is he saying? Oh, so he's saying we'll get just in front, and then hmm. India will come out, lose one, and and beat get us. the runs. So That's his prediction. Yeah. Okay. 88 behind to start the day. Well,
2: that that will be. Well, you know what? If that happens, that will be a, a great day of cricket. Watching cricket won't be great for Australia, but. No, certainly would be interesting. Um, get back, yeah, like you said, Vossie, bring back the uh, the spinning wickets, uh, lads. Did you fellows notice Chad Townsend was completely knocked out? Also, when Oates broke his jaw, didn't even have a HIA test. It was a big collision between a number of players, and Chad Townsend. Uh, I did notice how 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 hard Chad hit his head on Corey Oates, and I, I actually thought after watching it a couple of times quickly, I thought. Chad might have done the damage to Corey Oates. Um, uh. But if you go back and watch it again, you'll see Chad Townsend collides heads with Corey Oates. It's a, and Scott Drinkwater, I, I don't think there was any intent there. He just, it was self-preservation for Scott Drinkwater. He, was, he had Corey Oates running at, him, running at him on the try line. He straightened up, ran straight at him. So Drinkwater just turned sideways for impact.
1: And, and that's now your, that's your facing, natural reaction is to do that. Yes. It's but now facing a stint on the sideline, I guess they're being consistent. Well, inconsistent that, well there. that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Consequence actions have consequences. This is a serious review day here on Breakfast with uh, Vossi and Brandy. It's seven to seven New South Wales, seven to six in Queensland. Uh we have a lot of sport to talk about on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy, and we don't have Tom Petrovsky from Comsec on a Monday morning. But if Tom was here, I'd just sort of pass this on. This will make it feel good. You know, petrol prices have gone up through the roof. It's, um, it's good to know that the Saudi oil giant, Aramco, actually has announced a record profit, Brandy, $161 billion for 2022. Ooh. As prices go up, $161 billion is the uh, yeah. profit they've announced. Isn't that cool? No wonder they can battles. fund Live Golf. <laughs> I wonder if they can throw a bit of spare spare change
2: around to to a few golfers and and start up their their own tournament. Uh, Vossi, the golf, Tyrrell Hatton has just birdied the 18th to put him at 12 under the card. So he's hit at 65 today. He's two shots behind Scheffler, but he's done. So he's finished at – Tyrrell Hatton has finished at 12 under the card. Minwoo Lee has dropped another shot. Uh, So he was – in second place
1: on his own, now he's back to ten under with a, a group of golfers that does include Cam Davis. A couple of texts to take us up to the news. We've got David Riccio coming online. We've got Luke Elvey, golf commentator, on the show just around the corner as well in Queensland. If you want to keep listening to us, you can do that via the app. But this one from the Sloth Para, a real chance of going zero and five with getting Manly after the bye, Penrith after the bye, and Roosters after the bye over the next three weeks. Tough start for the blue and gold. And this one, Adam Dewey, worst on ground yesterday, is the claim by one of our listeners, completely lost at 5'8". Brooks is not the problem. Tigers are in serious post-mortem ripping-apart mode. um, And you can do it right here. The, The review, it has to continue. You've got to be honest. They were very poor. This is Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. This is Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy on a Monday morning on the back of a weekend. Oh, really, we go all the way back to Thursday, don't we, when we're talking about the weekend. But through Rugby League, through boxing, through supercars, through Rugby Union, through A-League, take your pick, the cricket, uh, so much doing. Now on the boxing front, Tim's You winning yesterday, and it was a brutal end, if not a vicious end to the fight. Harrison was just hammered. Blow after blow after blow. Plenty of people saying the referee should stepped in a little earlier. But then Tim Zhu all wound up. I don't know how to take it. Look, he, it's his moment. He's had the win. Capacity crowd. Huge event on May, main event. It's one of the biggest fights ever on main event. So he can draw a crowd. Mm. But Tim Zhu then gets up and he rides the crest of a wave with
8: uh, Ben Damon center ring. Have a listen to Tim Zhu. Any final words to to everyone who's come out here today and who's watching around the world? Australia, you know, but the world you know now.
1: What's my motherfucking name? Well, (laughs) I I, I, just (laughs) don't know. He said that about three times too. Yeah, he did, he did. did, But I was wondering what he
2: meant. What what was he referring to? Was there... Was there this, um, you know, push in well, the media I'd... that no one knew who he was,
1: or what? I... well, I don't know. There's some people saying, well, that he's not his dad, but I, I don't think Costia doesn't. He, he's not called Kostya's son anymore, all that often. You know what I mean? Like it's not, he's not in his father's shadow anymore. But anyway, what happened next? You might, you might, have, might not have seen this on main event. So when he's called that, he's done it two or three times. What's my mm. name? They played yep. a song. This is what they played for Zoo. Timothy, 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 Timothy. <laughs> T-I-M-O-T-H-Y. <laughs> that's what they played. I'm Timothy, told. I'm told. I am told was not there. It's called the football. <laughs> they put on the <laughs> Timothy song. Uh, you snuck that one in, didn't <laughs> you? Yeah. <the Yeah>. <laughs> well, I just thought I would. Just a, that's just a sneaky little punch. That's just me. Just bang, bang, bang. Timothy song <laughs> in there. I don't know right, who, now, who now song we... We, we actually need the Anthony song today for Anthony Griffin, I think. Is there an <laughs> Anthony song? We need the Anthony song. No. Wow. Wow. What a weekend. Anyway, Tim's here. And to Charlie good sir, um, probably work on your beeps on those um, audio grabs, I think, just, just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> we said, can you beep out? Can you beep out the main bit? And uh, I'm not sure whether that... I think that was got John all. Wall's areas on the beep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we, we've just finished yeah. our cl- compliance meeting too we,
2: yeah. We'll be yeah. off air soon uh, Brandy, so I think Drinkwater needs apologies. To, Yeah, apologies Brandy, I think Drinkwater needs the number of Billy Slater solicitor That got him off the shoulder charge before the grand final Can you see some similarities, says the Brisbane Eel uh, Yes But the, uh, the, the, the interpretation of the shoulder charge Has changed a hell of a long way Since mm. the Billy Slater shoulder charge. Yep. I, when Billy Slater pulled off that shoulder charge, I said, "Well, that's that's him trying to stop a try. He's got every right to do that." Yes. Now, now, now you just can't. You can't even turn sideways
1: now. And no. uh you're in trouble. Um, this is a good one from the uh Western Sydney Eagle. Good to hear from you, WSE. He said, "Boys, what a day of sport yesterday." I was flicking between V8s, boxing, NRL, then the cricket. I think my remote control needs replacing it. Cop the thrashing. How many sports did you watch? We, we throw it out to all of you listening now. How many different sports did you catch a glimpse of from the weekend just gone by? Because you, you're taking a bit of the golf. You might have got up early, watched a bit of Super League. You've watched your NRL. You took in a little bit of the A-League. You've got the cricket happening. The boxing's there. Supercars. <laughs> How much can you fit into one weekend? How good is sport? Mm. And, and okay. has someone set a PB on the weekend, watching all the different sports that they want? Do they stay up late well, watching well, it? That, that includes Super Rugby, rugby as well? and A League too. Yeah,
2: Super Rugby and A League. Mm. So there's big clash, big A League clash on this weekend. We've got a big big local derby, It's a Sydney derby, isn't it? Western Sydney well, Wanderers we, and the Well, well it is, Sydney is, FC,
1: but it's. But we need two Sydney clubs to play each other because from the weekend, no Sydney club won a game. So at least if they play Ooh. each other, there's a chance of getting a win. Might be a draw, of course. Maybe. Right. Yeah, it wasn't uh, all that uh, good. Text here from Aaron. Morning uh, VBs. Wow, what a weekend of footy. Had it all. Two questions. You can answer these, Brandy. What has happened to the penalty try? Hudson Young sin been against the Dolphins. Oh, my God, it was foul play. Could a try have been scored? He was the only reason why a try was not scored. Well, no, the penalty try still exists. We, d- we do have penalty... Yeah. Um, tries, uh, and yeah. it is always very much in their thinking. So I don't think it's disappeared. Brandy has it?
2: Uh, no, it hasn't disappeared. But what he's no. saying is, shouldn't have shouldn't a penalty try been awarded then for Hudson Young being offside? There was there was no foul play. Mm. It was just Hudson Young no. couldn't get back to marker quick enough to play the ball. Yeah. And was it Hammer? Was it the Hammer who jumped out of dummy half? And you know, Bar. Hudson Young being there, I guess he says he scores a try. So that could have been a penalty try. They kicked the penalty. Yeah. They kicked the penalty to, to go two points. Um, might have leveled up or to go in front. But, uh, yeah, that that was a situation where you could have awarded a penalty try. Uh, and can the Eels apply to the NRL to have uh, a dollar replace the logo on the ball? Perhaps then their halves may respect the damn thing. Seriously, Dylan Brown's defensive decisions... Is like watching Vossi driving the Tigers bus bus down Death Road,
1: Aaron. Wow. Well, it's a rickshaw. It's a rickshaw being pulled along yeah. by an ox, or a mm. team of oxen. The rickshaw. Um, this one, J- J- Jeremy's going to put in a, an early uh, count. The sports he watched. I was watching the UFC, boxing, NRL, NBL, and corn husk throwing. So JS is at a is had a weekend out. Obviously, a bachelor weekend, just on his own, watching the husk throwing. Corn okay. throwing. I,
2: I was, I was, I was footy, obviously league, cricket, boxing. That's that's all I had time for. Yeah, I caught
1: supercars. Was... Threw in a bit of supercars in yesterday as yeah, well. I listened I I listen to a bit of, bit of, super of the supercars in the car driving back from one of the games. Yeah. By the way, just out of the Super League, the Castleford Castleford Tigers are zero, as well. Bottom of the table, and the West Tigers, bottom of the table. There's a who's going to win first out of the two uh, Tigers teams. 11 minutes after seven, keep the text coming on the Edgewater Homes uh, text line. Edgewater Homes have come on board, which is fantastic here at SEN. Uh, Edgewater Completed Homes are now selling in Catherine Park Estate, edgewaterhomes.com.au. But right now, David Riccio with a fair bit of big news to cover.
9: And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page
1: with David Riccio. Dave, uh, again...
2: The rugby, the weekend of rugby league has thrown up so many storylines, and the footy was great again. The footy, footy was fantastic.
4: Yeah, it certainly was, guys. Good morning, Bossy. Good morning, Brandy. Say my name, boys. Say my name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it look, the it was a fantastic weekend of of of, of content of a contest because uh, we don't we didn't see this coming from the Dolphins, did we? Uh, you know, and certainly yesterday's game. I mean, it had everything. What well, so you called it, it was incredible. Mm. Um, did you not put it in your top ten bravest performances of all time by the Newcastle Knights? Is that correct?
1: Oh, yeah, and and probably now in review, it's five. But Brandy makes a good point. You do have to keep it in context of the opposition, the Tigers. It was one of the most yep. frustratingly poor attacking performances I've ever seen. I've ever seen. Well, well, that's a good point because if it's if it's one of the bravest and best performances by a Newcastle Knights side.
4: Is it then the worst performance by a West Tigers side? Well because they had some ordinary ones they last had year, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Cl- close.
2: Cl- close you know. But like, I, when, I, I think frustrating put, what, sums it up. I, I think Vossi's yeah. uh, summation of it frustrating, like, boy, yeah. They, they had they made yeah. seventeen errors, but and a lot of those yeah. were with the ball on the attack, with a chance to score. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Guys, obviously... Um, The Knights are in a bit of trouble.
4: Yeah, look, Brandy, obviously the the main concern now is Caelan Ponga and his health, uh, both in the interim, but also from a a rugby league point of view, his career. Now, this... this, uh, I hate to play Captain Hindsight, but this was the major concern of Kalen defending in the front line at 5'8". And with his history of concussion... It 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 was obviously obviously he's done a lot of the training loads etc and preparation through three months of a preseason in readiness to have the physicality to handle the front line defending. Uh, Adam O'Brien, the Newcastle Knights coach, made the point that he watched Kalen attempt that type type of tackle that he performed yesterday that he suffered the concussion with hundreds of times during the preseason. Um, Whatever the case, this is a serious concern now for Caelan Ponga. We know it. Uh, it's his fourth concussion, guys, in the past 10 months. We were only talking about Victor Radley last week having four concussions in two years. Now, Caelan's got four four concussions in 10 months. I think he's, he will have an extended period on the sidelines. I don't think the Knights have any other choice. I think the spotlight on concussion and also, obviously, Caelan's health. Has to have him on the sideline for an extended period. Well, what we will be dictated, and so it's all well and
2: good for us to say that he'll be dictated mm. as will Newcastle by the doctors. That, that's and that's end yes. of story. Whether he has two weeks At- off or six week, six weeks, we, we don't know that. We can speculate, yeah. but oh, it doesn't uh, mean anything. Our speculation no, abs- means nothing. Absolutely, Brandy.
4: Yeah. Absolutely, I agree with you. They will follow. They will do everything by the book
1: as far as the medical process is concerned. But, but I would have thought clubs, okay well then clubs because are now, are now wary, because we're all having but our but ten cents worth I'm saying there would yeah. be no science that would support anything here on Caelan Ponga because he has just had seven months off to have consecutive yeah. weeks of concussions he's had seven yeah. months away from the game from when he was stood down last year into the off season mm. so yeah. what would be you know what could they come up with I mean there, there, there's no there's nothing sure here at all that mm. says Caelan Potter yeah. will not get concussed the next game he plays.
4: But but that's that's why, and, and again, I believe, yeah, they'll follow the medical process, but then they'll put this extra layer, which clubs are doing now, guys, and it's a perception. It's, it's, a, it's a perception by clubs that we're doing everything possible, so we're going to sit him down anyway. You understand what I'm okay. saying? They, they, mm. they,
5: yep. they want yep. to
4: send a message that, okay, we're going over and above the medical... Diagnosis. We are actually going to sit him down anyway, and that's that's where I believe the Knights will go. Uh, uh, David, uh, we got to... I mean, it's not... yep. Aside from no, that, Brandy, you... I was just to say quickly they, they, mm. they've got they've got a massive issue here. The Newcastle Knights. I've listed ten players unavailable for next week. Ten. So in their top thirty, they've only got twenty players left that are fit and available for sele- selection. They will need to go to the NRL for exemption special exemption uh, to at least name a squad on teamless Tuesday. There's a yep. stack uh oh, leads the list, but there's ten players, Adam Elliott, Tyson Brazil, Jack Johns, Simmy Siagi, Sia- Sia- Jaden Braley, Kirk Mann, all out unavailable. It's going to be a huge week for the Newcastle Knights as far as finding fit and healthy
2: players. Mm. They take the do- take on the Dolphins. Uh now the Brisbane Earls said uh, can David share what happened between Hastings and Tommy Talao after the game? And it was after an interview that was conducted with Jackson Hastings. He wandered over to Tommy Talao. Uh, do yeah. they have history, David?
4: Well, not that I'm aware of. I, I'm not aware of any history between Hastings and Talao. They were clearly teammates last year. Talao spent the majority of the uh, last year you know, in the rehab group. Uh, but you know Jackson, Jackson's gone over to Tommy to
5: uh,
4: allegedly apologise for for clipping him in the head yesterday, of which broke Tommy Talau's nose. Tommy Talau now has a broken nose as a result of Jackson's high shot. It'll be interesting to see how the match review committee see this uh, when the chart sheet comes out this morning. Uh, but ultimately, guys, Tommy didn't like the the, uh, the apology. didn't didn't want the apology from Jackson Hastings, wanted none of it, uh, having then spent the rest of the match on the sideline. David Clemmer then comes and intervenes. Clemmer uh, not short of a fuse uh, and, and certainly tells Jackson where to go. So, look, it's just it, it's part of the increasing animosity uh, that, 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 that the Tigers and Jackson Hastings have between each other.
1: Now, one of the big stories out of the weekend that certainly got us talking, we're not just talking one extra team in the NRL. Are we seriously thinking we could get back to 20, which was the 1995 mm-hmm. model when we introduced all those sides, the Crushers and the, and the Cowboys and the Reds? Um, 1995, yeah. we did get to 20 teams. Are we really talking about getting back to 20 or is it just 18 is the limit and then 20, who knows when down the track? What do you know?
4: Yeah, yeah look, certainly there's a push... Uh, uh, it's coming from Rooster's supremo, Nick Politis, uh, who has actually gone on the record about what he believes. And we know that Nick has been in the game and, and, and understands the game better than most. He's been in the game for so long and, and one of the, the game's best administrators within clubland. But looking at the, the whole of pie, I believe that the game should expand uh, nationally and also to 20 teams. I think it's 15 to 20 years away, guys, the, the 20 team. I know internally there is a push to, to make it certainly a Pacifica team, a Pacifica team, uh, get to 18 teams sooner rather than later. Potentially by 2025, guys. Now, if that is mm. to happen... So Pacifica... That, that just, just,
2: just David, just just so I... Pacifica's not PNG. Pacifica's like Samoa and Tonga and... That's right. And Fiji. Yeah, with,
4: with the opportunity... That's right, with Bass, but Brandy, not necessarily based in one of those locations, playing games in each of those locations, but based out of Cairns or uh, uh, in in Australia. So more of of a, uh, a satellite team as far as Pacifica is concerned. But my understanding is there is a genuine push for that to eventuate by 2025. Now, guys, as we've seen with the Dolphins, there was much criticism around the lead-in time that the Dolphins got to recruit, build their club, very short time. Uh, I argue that they should have got at least two years. Well, we're at that point in time if the NRL want to bring in a Pacifica team right now. So if it, if it is to happen, it has to happen quickly. Guys, I hate to be cynical, but 20 teams seems a stretch for me. Um, I, I look at the, the development within the within the uh, country rugby league areas, the die, dying of rugby league in the bush, the overtaking of the AFL posts everywhere you turn in the bush, and certainly junior junior league numbers. We saw we saw the, the junior league backflip on on uh, an original tackling technique that they wanted to introduce, uh, turning it into tag because they they knew that the junior rugby league numbers would decline on the back of it. Taking away what is essentially rugby league—a tackle and contact sports. Uh, uh, look, twenty teams for, seems a stretch for me. Uh, all four, eighteen, but twenty, a little too far.
2: Yeah, uh, just it's on really the goal important. Coast, Tanner be... Boyd. Mm, no, go on. I'll, we'll we'll chat that in a m- minute, Vossi, Just uh, before Dave goes, uh, Tanner Boyd mm. hooked last night after yeah. putting a couple of kicks out on the full, and uh, yeah. I I thought I thought watching him through the trials, I thought, well, he, he's going to be. a I think he's a better option than Toby Sexton, but I don't know what that means mm. for Tanner Boyd now, getting uh, getting replaced last night.
4: Yeah, look, know, in, in all the the uh, you know the excitement of Dragons fans are, are getting off the, the, on the board for the first time this season, we we've overlooked the fact that the Titans' starting halfback was hooked uh, late in the game. Now he, he had he had a poor night kicking game, is uh, that's for certain. But where does, it turn, where does it leave? That's an that's a important decision. We, we saw it with South Sydney, Jason Demetrio with Lachlan Elias early last year. Where does it leave Titans coach Justin Holbrook? Does he actually uh, you know, teach Tanner Boyd a lesson by taking him from the field and then backing him this week? Or does he actually go the whole hook and, and, and not play Tanner Boyd this week? As you said, Randy, Toby Sexton is an option. The other one that confused me from the Titans was how late Jaden Campbell got onto the field with like sixteen minutes left in the match and they were trailing by fourteen. Uh, Jaden Campbell's a good player, but I don't think I think it's a little bit too much pressure to expect that he would turn that scoreboard around. They do have Jaden Campbell as an option, as you said, Toby Sexton, but it was it's a big call uh, by Justin Holbrook in round two to hook his half back. So I look forward to seeing how this unfolds as far as the Titans are concerned.
1: So many stories out of the weekend, and we can keep following <laughs> all the stories on the Telegraph website. Uh, good report, David, um, and talk to you later in the week. Hey, thanks, boys. Go well.
4: Thanks, David Dave. Richie,
1: and I'll pick up a point that he, he raised about um, bush footy as well from Armidale. I'll give that later in the show. Some real concerns out there um, that, that rugby mm. league is losing the hearts and minds in what was once a, a strong rugby league region, 23 and a half minutes after seven. Just watching Cam
2: Davis come up the 11th, Vossie, and uh, he's just put his uh, second shot into the water. Scotty Scheffler has a four-shot lead. Tyrrell Hatton's in the clubhouse after shooting a 65. He's 12 under the card. Scheffler's, Scheffler's birdied 8, 9, and 10. Three holes in a row to have a four-shot lead. Cam Davis is in trouble coming down 11. Minwoo Lee is just about to tee off uh, at 11. He's
1: at 10 under the card. Well, that's not not how we were hoping things would pan out. It's still going to be a, a pretty good finish for both, but I, you'd have to think uh, victory now might be a little bit beyond them. Uh, make it look easy with Sportsbet. Same race, multi this autumn. Racing conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Nick Ashman from Sportsbet is on, and Brandy runs the, uh, the football desk. Uh, each morning, Nick, as you're aware, mm. and we play the music, but um, mm. he has asked me if I could ask you for an EPL market. I don't know why he wouldn't ask it directly, but here I am asking <laughs> you. An EPL market. Please. Oh, that's okay.
7: It's always good to delegate on a Monday morning. Mm.
1: Uh, morning, boys. Uh, Arsenal uh,
7: into $1. sixty-seven now, outright favourites. You might remember when we spoke about this two or three weeks ago, it was sort of a, a little tip for tat in terms of who held the market share with Man City uh, hot on their tails, and at one point they were even the favourites, but Because of their 3-0 drumming of uh, Fulham in the early hours of this morning, Arsenal are now on 66 points and five points clear of Man City. And Yeah, I reckon they'll be tough to run down from here, guys. They're playing some pretty good football. And even though Man City's a top team and in some minds would be more highly regarded than Arsenal in terms of the players they put on the pitch, Arsenal just seem to be gelling very well as a unit at present.
2: Yep, and five points clear. You're right, Nick. Nick. Now, we've had our little say on the, uh, on the fourth test. Uh, my last $10 <laughs> is going on a draw. What's the market saying?
7: <laughs> well, you'll get $11.60 uh, back there, Brandy, because the draw's is paying uh, $1.16 at present. Of course, it's stumps at the moment. They will resume play later today, our time. Australia are number for three in the second innings. Uh, they're 88 runs behind after India posted 571 versus our 480. In the first innings, and given that it's uh, day five, it would you would think that a draw is the most likely outcome. Certainly, that's how the market's got it, and probably the only thing that can happen outside of a draw is an Australian batting collapse. And if you uh, are unpatriotic and think that that's going to happen, well, uh, you can get five dollars about India uh, nailing the Aussies on the final day.
2: Okay, Australia Kira at two hundred to one, by the way. Australia at two hundred one, Yeah, no chance. Kieran Marsnicks nicks <laughs> a filly into the golden slipper.
7: Yeah, Still City gets up on Saturday, so for those that aren't massive racing nuts, the Golden Slippers, the world's richest two-yard race, it'll be run at Rose Hill this Saturday, that's March 18, uh, and last Saturday we had the Pago Pago Stakes and the Magic Knight Stakes, one for the boys one for the girls, it's the last chance to qualify for the big one, Still City took out the Magic Knight about half a second faster than the boys, so she'll go in as the, uh, the top seed out of those two races if you like, and she's She's into $7, guys. We did bet $61 when markets went up. She was terribly unlucky in the Blue Diamond stakes behind Little Bros. She should have finished a lot closer. She's atoned on Saturday. And we know how good the uh, Ma Eustace camp are with these two-year-olds. Cylinder's still your favorite at $3.50. He went up $51 when markets went up. So, be some happy punters if he can get the cash on Saturday. But $3.50 for him. $4.60 learning to fly to Philly. Red Resistance shares the $7 line and the third line, that is, with Steel City, boys. And plenty of markets up on Sportsbet this Saturday at Rose Hill. We've got five Group Ones outside of the uh, Golden Slipper. You've got the George Rider, the Rambert, the Galaxy, and the Rose Hill Giddies, which is the traditional Derby lead-up.
2: Fantastic day of racing. Good on you, Nick. Thanks for that, mate. Mm.
7: Thanks, boys. Have a good day. Make sports it look easy
2: Sportsbet. same race, multi, this autumn racing conditions. Apply, gamble responsibly. one 800
1: let us go to the news. Spoon. Oh, Spoon Market's got to come up tomorrow. You can ask that on my behalf okay. if you could. <laughs> spoon right Market's in we'll, the NRL. We'll get, a, we'll get a Spoon update tomorrow. Vanessa, thank you. We're here for
2: Bryden's Lawyers Unable to Work Due to Injury or Illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers. Now, the Players' Championship is on. We've been chatting it this morning and uh, joining us to uh, talk a little bit more about the Players' Championship is Luke Elvy, golf broadcaster, mate of ours, old Fox Sports boy, and he joins us on the line. G'day, Luke.
3: Hello Brandy, hello Foxy. Good to chat you guys. It's been a while.
2: Uh it has, mate. Um, fascinating viewing. Uh Minwoo Lee sitting one shot off the lead coming into the final round. Cam Davis had a good finish to his uh to to round three as well at ten under the card. Uh tough going and Scotty Scheffler, wow, he's just proving to be too good. Mm.
3: Yeah, he's he's another level Scheffler. Um obviously hugely exciting for the Aussie boys and I'll talk about him in a second, but Scotty Scheffler was uh, a prodigious young player, much like Min Woo was. He won the U.S. Junior a decade ago, and it took him a, a, a couple of years to really settle in the pro ranks, but once he did, uh, he finally got comfortable, and he got his first victory 13 months ago. But if he wins today, he'll have won a major a Players' Championship, and four other times. It's been an astounding 13, 14 months of gold from the Texan. He really is just a, a brilliant all-round player that doesn't really have a weakness. He doesn't have anything that looks world-class, but of course it is, but he doesn't have a weakness, and that's what makes him so good.
2: That's extraordinary. So he's only been winning for 13 months. He seems like he's been around a lot longer than that. I, I guess that's, <laughs> the, that's the impact that he has made. Just watching Min Woo uh, off the 11th, and he dragged his tee shot, mm. will he... It wasn't a snap hook, but it wasn't far off it. And he's just had to knock the ball out from, uh, from in the tree. So uh,
3: what would a good finish uh, for Min Woo do? Oh, it's phenomenal. It's everything, really. And the fact that he's even in this uh, tournament is incredible. He, ha- he, had to, he shot a 66 in the final round of the Honda Classic to sneak inside the top 50 at the cutoff time on the number. In fact, they said it was one-eighth of a shot was the difference between him getting into this Players' Championship or not, but he's gone and taken the you know, the, the opportunity and just run with it. Uh, obviously, he won't get the win today, but anything inside the top five is enormous, not just because of the size, the paycheck, but it'll get him a lot of points uh, for his special temporary membership because he's not a member of the PGA Tour. He's a member of the DP World Tour, and if he has a high enough finish here, He'll get himself special temporary membership, which will then guarantee him some starts in future tournaments coming up. We obviously got the major season beginning. It really is a life-changing week for him on the big stage to be able to now push forward and become a full-time star in the United States, which really in the game of golf, it seems you have to be.
1: Yeah, I think it's top four finish for him. Twenty four years of age, and um, I, I noticed today he used a two iron off the tee a couple of times. Just just puts out there about what two hundred and ninety five yards. Yeah, that's pretty handy. <laughs> bad. It's a horsey? two iron, like a two iron, <laughs> yeah. like that's hitting yeah. the back well, net at the driving range yeah. with his two iron,
3: mate. He. Oh. He said Tiger inspired that. He loves the stinger that Tiger used to hit, and it's a weapon. He used it on eighteen last night as well under pressure. Look, Min Wu is one of the longest players in the game. Uh, He has got a ton of moxie. Um, I I joked today, I said, it's a bit tough when you're a top 50 player in the world, but you're not even the best player in your family. But Min (laughs) Min Ji Lee, um, she's been brilliant uh, for the last, let's say, five, six years in the women's game. Two-time major winner, world number two. But she said the one thing that separates her from her brother is he's got serious moxie. He loves the bright lights. He loves the big stage. He lives for these moments. And look, his best performances on US soil, they've been the masters, the US Open and obviously now the players. So the bigger the stage, the better he gets. And but we shouldn't, you know, gloss past what Cam Davis has done this week as well. We Had that huge uh, finish at the end of last year with um, you know, playing in the President's Cup and doing so well alongside Scotty. Uh, and, and he's already got a win on U.S. soil uh, last year, but this is an, another step up as well. So it's just great to see some Australians putting their, you know, name up in lights. We had Louis Dobler, well, who's a bright uh, young talent. You know, it's all happening, yeah. right? There's so much good stuff going on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Harrison Endicott, who missed the cut in this, but got right. a start in this, which was which was fantastic. You know, he's a, he's on his in his uh, rookie PGA year the um, yeah, Australian golf's good. So even though we lost Cam Smith to Live Golf and Mark Leishman, where we don't get to watch them, uh, there's still plenty of Aussies doing some great things. Minwoo Lee, just on this hole, Luke, oh, uh, he's still in the trees. I, th- I think he's hitting his Ooh. third out of the trees. So uh, he, he triple bogeyed the fourth. Uh, this one might yeah, be... Yeah, that a, was the
3: turning point for him. Yeah. yeah. But look, you know, regardless of 11's a par five, 12's a scoring hole, he'll have a few more chances to make birdie down the stretch. But regardless, a top five finish, even a top ten finish, it's a phenomenal week. But what he has done is announced himself to America a lot more with this performance. Uh, They're all going gangbusters for him over here at the moment. They see his characteristics. They see his shot-making, like Bossy was alluding to, you know, pumping a two-iron, 290. These things excite the viewer. And they'll go for him as hard as they have for the Cam Smiths of the world. So, no, it's an exciting time for Australian golf, mate. Everything just keeps rolling. And as I said, now that the majors are about to start again, your Cam Smiths come back into the four. Jason Day's playing better again. Mm. Obviously, Min yeah. Minwoo, Cam Davis, Lucas Herbert. The the tide just keeps rolling, right? And it's exciting. Yeah, Minwoo Lee, by the way, his he, tip to
1: the stinger was actually it up high. Which is, it totally goes against everything you're thinking of because he hits down on it, which is just, anyway, that's for the golf fans. If they want to go and try and do two on 295 yards, <laughs> yeah. put yourself to the challenge. Uh, Luke, you live the dream yeah. over there, mate. You do very well. Um, and and thank you for coming on the program. You're one of our go tos for golf.
3: Thank you, Vossie. Thank you, Brandy. Love it to chat, boys. And I'm enjoying having Rugby League back. I tell you, I need a bit of Australiana every time over here. So it's been good to watch although I'd
2: love it if my Tigers could get something going and Ooh, start winning. Oh, I did, I did know you are a Tigers yeah, fan, We that. We, oh. we, we might press. have got you on this morning. It's di- like
3: yeah. we, <laughs> <laughs> I can't Thoughts win them press. all, fellas. I can't <laughs> <laughs> win them all. <laughs> Good to talk, <laughs> mate. You might Good not to win talk. any. All right, boys.
1: 18, 18 and a half minutes to eight. Brandy will stay all over the golf desk and the football desk for the remainder of the show. A reminder, Cameron Smith comes up between eight and nine. Get your questions ready for the GOAT. Not Cameron Smith, the golfer. Cameron Smith, the Rugby League Goat. You can send them through on the text 0457736736. Sponsored by Edgewater Homes.
2: Uh, this one, Vossi from the Kiama Butcher says, I just sold five kilograms of snags to Anthony Griffin. Something big is
1: going on today <laughs> down here. Ah, uh, giddy up the Dragons. When you win, rub it in. For Anytime Fitness, make your own rules at Anytime Fitness. Michelle Bishop. Uh, Roosters approaching their Adam Reynolds moment is what has been, the way it's been written, the Tedesco Swalihi. What do you got on this?
9: Yeah, so Tedesco, Tedesco seven seasons for the Tricolors. Obviously a veteran, their captain in this case, the Australian captain in New South Wales. Blue captain being forced to make way for a young gun um, in Swalihi, 19 years of age, money being thrown at him from, um, obviously from Rugby Union and all other clubs. It has set up an awkward situation for the Roosters. They're both coming off contract at the end of 2024. Both want to play fullback. Now, the weekend, the Roosters win over the Warriors. Teddy's running metres, 186 in 18 runs. A line break assist, a try assist, and a try saving tackle could also have had a try. he wouldn't be outdone. Game high, 232 metres and 17 runs. Two line breaks, a try assist to Sam Walker which could have been a try for to James Tedesco. And it's this one a play at the weekend which has drawn, um, I guess, a bit of criticism, a bit of attention. He nearly bombed a try. He had Tedesco perfectly placed on the inside. He opted to back himself, was eventually forced to pass the ball, and he passed it to Sam Walker, who obviously scored. Now, Trent Robertson talked about here and the fact he still has more to learn, has to be better. Um, this was in the after-match press, so let's take a listen.
5: I also think he can do better. You know, I think he's, um, you know, he's not um, here to be sort of the young kid developing anymore. He's the, the one, he's here to nail his role and nail it well and execute well. And um, and so I thought he got himself into positions to do that better this week. And now it's time to execute. It's time to nail the big moments.
2: Mm, I thought so, he was very good, e- 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 even, though, he, even though there was moments in that game and he should have passed the, the ball to Tedesco, but they... They scored the try anyway, but I thought other than that he was he was pretty good.
9: He was great. A really tough call though on their hands and, and when whilst you know this plays out, the rumors will continue. We keep hearing Tedesco back to the uh, the West Tigers at some stage, but still a long way to play mm. out.
2: Yeah, I'm sure Teddy's looking at that, eyeing that off like with glee. Not yes, get me to the Tigers. <laughs> yes.
3: MBL uh, championship
2: tough heading to game five after the breakers. Uh, beat the Kings eighty to seventy in Game Four over there in New Zealand. Michelle, um, big yeah, day on guys. Wednesday.
9: Wednesday night, Wednesday night, the Superdome in Sydney. It is going to take all. The five match series now locked it to a piece. As, as you just said, Jarrell Brantley was um, absolutely unstoppable for the Breakers with twenty three points. Just under ten thousand fans watched on, and there were fireworks um, on and off the court. Uh, the, the aftermatch pressure with the Kings coach uh, Chase Buford, who was absolutely fuming, he stormed out of the pressure, Didn't say in there, alleging home crowd favouritism from officials. So a bit of background on this guy, this one, guys. The Breakers made it known after Game Three that they had lost the foul count and shot uh, power. They uh, free throws, they had sorry, they had more for it, less free flows than the Kings in each of their previous playoff contests. And Buford believes that that actually influenced the whistle and the way things panned out in that last game. He said that they they were allowed to, to get away with the stuff that they weren't allowed to in the first few games. He said we were playing five on eight effectively. So it all comes down to Wednesday night and obviously SEN and all of us here will be behind the Kings to be crowned NBL 23 champions.
1: And you can get your ticket from Ticketek. Now that we know there's a game five, get in, get in, and get your tickets Wednesday night midweek. Uh, we've never had anything like it. Dude. It's going to be huge. Now, yes moment from the weekend. Search Optus Business or call their dedicated business team today. Great business starts with yes. Yes moment from the weekend. Brandy, do you have a yes, yes, yes moment? Oh, you know what, Vossy Something something
2: interesting happened over the weekend in in these in the games of footy. I think there was five tries right on the stroke of half time. The Panthers did Isaac Tago in the 39th minute. Uh, Michaeli Ravalawa scored in the 39th minute. They went on to win. Um, Hamaso scored a try right on half time for the Dolphins. Will Kennedy scored a try right on half time for the Sharkies. And right on half time was arguably the best try of the round. Ezra Mam. It was in the 40th minute. Kick back on the inside from Corey Oates. It was a great try to get the score to 10-all. So, uh, right on the stroke of half-time, some very interesting things happened.
1: Uh, yes, moments for Optus Business, Michelle. What have you got?
9: Well, guys, if Hudson Young wasn't on the other end of it, it would have been the Felice uh, in tackling the Dolphins Raiders. But I'm going that passage of play which resulted in Will Kennedy's hat-trick So the through the intercept. Mulapale was off and running, um, but Kennedy beating three defenders in the room there. That was just a sensational try for the Sharkey.
5: Good
1: stuff. And I'll throw one in from Super Rugby. Fiji and Drua celebrations across Fiji beating the Crusaders 25 24. Uh, that is a, a yes moment for Optus. And you're welcomed at any time fitness, no matter who you are or what your goals. You get the next hour off, Michelle. So we'll talk tomorrow.
9: Have a good afternoon, guys.
1: See you, Michelle. Seven minutes to wait. This is Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. The draw's a curious thing. I was just looking. Um, Broncos. They have five weeks in a row at Suncorp. There you go. And one of those games could be a full house against the Dolphins. That's one of the topics we'll talk about with the goat Cameron Smith who joins us now. If you would like to chat to Cameron, you can get on the Motorola Open line on 1300 01 11 70. Check out the latest smartphones from motorola.com.au or you can text through your question or your comment on the Edgewater Homes uh, text line 0457 736 736 Edgewater Completed Homes are now selling in the Catherine Parker Estate. Well worth checking out if you're looking for a new home, edgewaterhomes.com.au. Where do we start? So much to talk about, Brandy, with our guest Cameron Smith on a Monday for
8: one hour. One hour is not going to be enough, Cameron. Good morning to you. Good morning, fellas. Another great weekend of footy. Plenty of things happening. Sorry. Plenty of headlines again. Sorry, Karras, is
1: that a Dolphins hat you're wearing? Is that a fin, <laughs> fins up? Are you,
8: have, you, no. have you hopped on the
1: Dolphins? Bus here? you got the Dolphins? Animal. Well,
8: well, Vossi, I'll tell you what. It, they, they've they've just captured everyone up here in Queensland. Two wins in a row, particularly the win on the weekend against Canberra. What a stirring victory that was. And I'll tell you what. There's, there's a head-on collision heading Suncorp Stadium way in a fortnight. The Broncos... V. the Dolphins. It's a Dolphins home game actually. But if they if they were to win this week, both teams, they head into that round four clash, undefeated. It'll be a top of the table clash, fifty thousand at Suncorp. There you go. I've called it yeah, right. That there. would be incredible. Yeah, you've called it. Yeah, incredible. It. Lock
2: it in. Uh KO, KO Stadium was rocking when uh when the hammer crossed for a try in the seventy eighth minute. It was it was it was great watching. Uh but let's let's flip back to the just before we talk about the the expansion of the NRL, which has been mm. um, you know a big story over the weekend, go back to the Broncos and and Reese Walsh. Have you have you seen a better debut? Like I know he's a junior, and it sort of happened in a roundabout way where he joined the Warriors, then came back. But mm. uh, that was that was pretty special. And I'll, I'll highlight him and Ezra Mam. Mam was Mam was unbelievable for the Broncos. Yeah, too.
8: yeah, yeah, fantastic and, and, and stuff. And Ezra, Ezra, man, was um, he was he was great in round one as well, Brandy against uh, Penrith. Mm. He's just he seems like he's, yep. he's 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 come into you know twenty twenty three with more confidence, um, you know, which you'd expect from a young man having played his first season last year. But yeah, those two guys were were outstanding um, against the Cowboys, which many off many thought you know the cows were, were going to get the points against the Broncos, um, even even though they'd knocked off Penrith the week before and and it seemed that way early in the game where the cowboys it felt like they dominated the first 40 minutes although they went into the sheds at half time um, at the same score right but the broncos were able to pick them back late but the defense of the broncos is just it's it's been outstanding in the in the first two rounds and, and you highlighted those two players brandy Reese Walsh well in in you know just thinking back over you know the last 5 years i i can't remember a club debut like it yeah. It was just, he was just everywhere. And his ability to, to, to counter attack was, was really impressive. Off kick returns, off any errors made by the Cowboys where they spilt the ball, he scooped it up. He just looked for opportunities and he looked to link with Ezra Mam a couple of times, and those two young fellows were great.
5: Let's go
1: straight on that point, uh, Rhys Walsh, and it's a great time to be Queensland. Obviously, Cameron, uh, you know, you mm. basket. You've got a real glow about you today. Um, yeah, Queensland <laughs> must be odds-on for the Origin series based on the start of the season of the oh, Queensland club. Come on, Bossy. But Rhys Walsh. <laughs> no, well, I'm Red saying, and, I, and, I, and I, just, I am just bringing Origin into the equation. Um, <laughs> yeah. Walsh and Ponga. We had a, a caller earlier mm. say, would Reese Walsh be your Queensland fullback right at the moment? Um, and I know we're we're dealing with concussion with Kalen. And His game three was superb, but Reece Walsh, if if the if the development continued, could he challenge for number one at Queensland?
8: Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, you know, we hope you know Kalen Ponga is going to be okay. It's 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 obviously a, he's had several head knocks and several concussions in a, in a very short space of time. So we'll have to wait and see what you know sort of protocols and 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 things un, unfold with him. But certainly off the back of that that performance the other night. I think it's got a lot of Queenslanders excited about Reece Walsh and um, he, he was in, he was involved in the series last year. He come into the squad True. Um, yeah. late in the piece. And, and I know Billy Slater has a, has, you know, huge raps on, on Reece Walsh and he knows that, you know, he's still got a lot of development in him as, as a fullback. Um, you know, he's still very young and, and raw um, with, with, you know, the things that he's doing on the field, but the speed that he possesses, it's just, you seen the other night, it's just so hard to contain, wow. so hard to contain. And that was that was one of the things that, you know, I always knew he was, a, you know, he had a lot of, you know, pace and, and lightning speed. But seeing him um, in person on the training paddock last year, that was the thing that, that really I was most impressed with was his ability to go from almost like a jogging pace sort of stationary and then flat out and the, and the movement that he, can, that he can produce laterally across the field and, and skip across defenders, it's just, there's not many guys in our game that can do what he does. So, you know, depending what Kalen, where Kalen heads to now, um, you know, with, with the time he spends away from the game and, and, and really the, the form that, that Reese continues on, he, he may well have a Maroons jersey in a couple of months' time.
2: Yeah. Uh he he gets across three defenders so quickly and mm. he could have burnt like Peter Hicku had a like he, nightmares about <laughs> he did uh, Reese yeah. Walsh on <laughs> uh, yeah, on Friday night. Um Vossi, I've just got to do a quick uh quick golf update because the players championship hey, Min Mu Lee is on the Tigers rickshaw at the moment. The wheels are falling <laughs> off as, as we speak. Uh He's dropped yeah. to eight under. Like he's he's outside the, the top 10 now. He's uh he's outside oh, the top 10. Damn. Cam Davis though. Cam Davis, not Camp David as someone texted in a little bit earlier. It's Cam <laughs> Davis. Um he's at 11 under. So he's sitting on his own in third spot. Scheffler is a machine. He's 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 hit five birdies. Five birdies in a row for Scheffler. Scheffler is 18 under, 6 clear of second place. Uh Tyrell Hatton, who's in the clubhouse at 12 under the cut. So
1: it's all Scotty Scheffler's it, with... Earlier early today, it was equal leaders. After three, Minwoo Lee had joined the lead um, and now finds himself. So, so he'd be, what, ten behind? <laughs> ten behind Scheffler. Now, this is shades shade of uh, Norman and yep. Faldo stuff. He had the mm. triple bogey at four Minwoo Lee and uh, dropped him down. Mm. Um, text is coming through. Just that, that stat about the Broncos. Yes, Broncos getting five games in a row at Suncorp. Uh, the Pearl says, oh, Broncos getting five games in a row at Suncorp. That's unlike the NRL giving the Broncos a leg up. It's not like they're getting most weeks on a Friday. <laughs> they, get, they get the five weeks at home and then they play on the Gold Coast. So six weeks in a row, Brisbane essentially are in Brisbane, have no travel to do, which is extraordinary when there's only, you know, two of oh, the three teams that they could have, themselves and two others, that they don't have to travel. And yet for a period of six weeks, the Broncos stay at home. That's, Voss, that's incredible, How'd that work out? Yeah, just,
2: maybe something that I heard over the weekend, Maybe and maybe someone knows the draw a little better than mine. I'd I focus on what's mm. happening this weekend. I don't worry about mm. what's happening anything further than the weekend coming up. But I heard that the Broncos only travel to Sydney
1: twice this year. Could be right. Surely that can't <laughs> Could be right. Be right. That,
8: that can't be right, can it? Can, well, it should. can be,
1: probably. And, and the vagaries of the draw, what was pointed out earlier, Cameron, if you're not aware about Parramatta. So Parramatta, who have started the season 0-2, and two, now play Manly, who are coming off a bye. The next week they will play Penrith, who will be coming off a bye. And then they will play the Roosters, who will be coming off the bye. Yeah, wow. Is that fair, Cop? Is that fair, Cop? That <laughs> yeah, you're wow. facing a oh. freshened-up side, all heavyweights, <laughs> oh. Three weeks in a row, can't they? Do they, ever, do they ever look at those things? That doesn't seem right. That we've got all these great IT people and we could land on a draw like that with that sort of vagary in it. I don't,
8: I don't think that's fair. No, that's not fair. Not at all, no. And the, that, 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 uh, that info you got about the Broncos travelling to Sydney only twice, Brandy, that's wrong. They've already gone down to Penrith. Um, and in the coming weeks, they've got Manly. They've got Parramatta. Um, in about five or six weeks, they got, Cronulla, oh, got Darwin,
1: so. I think Darwin, these parameters are a bit off, isn't it?
8: They're a bit off. That yeah, then off, mate.
1: Yeah, it didn't sound Manly right. Suncorp. Hang on set Cameron. Manly Suncorp.
8: Oh, that's actually. Manly's um, that, in Darwin. <laughs> Hang, on. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> it is. It's Manly's home Hang game. <laughs> but it's yes, a Sun game at Suncorp. Magic, Magic round. Manly's
1: home game Suncorp. Magic round, of
8: course. Oh, they're too they good, the Broncos. They're too good. There we go. I think
1: I think Brandy's mail might be good. Now, Cameron, can we pin you down on this one, a, a talking point out of the weekend? Expansion. Okay. We are now mm. very much looking at 18th theme. We had the Prime Minister on the program, Cameron, just a few weeks ago when Anthony Albanese was pushing the barrow of Papua New Guinea. Um, it now appears that it's very much being discussed. Wow. If you had to pick right now, I put Cameron Smith in charge Ooh. of adding one team to the NRL to give us the even number 18. Where's it going to be? It's multiple choice. It's a it's a second <laughs> New Zealand team. Is it a Pacifica team? Is it um, a PNG team? And they're talking about the PNG team based in Cairns. That would be mm-hmm. the training base. Is it Perth? Is it Adelaide? Is it is it somewhere else? Central Queensland. What have you got, Cameron? I'm putting you in charge oh, of the game wow. now to make
8: the big call yeah um, I didn't on a hiding to nothing this answer um I, I'd probably say perth I, I'd say Perth Vossie. yeah I think um there's a there's a there's a thirst for rugby league over there every every trip I've made over there to play um, footy whether it be with the storm or be over there with state of origin um, the locals just they they're they're hungry for. Uh, an NRL team to go over there and they love their league there's a there's quite a strong um you know junior or grassroots competition over there at the moment um and as we know we 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 did have the Perth Reds quite some time ago um so it's not a foreign area for us but I think it's just a it's a wonderful place to grow the game um so I'd be going over over the west
3: all right, yeah, so but that, that's my pick too.
2: Bossy, that that is my pick, and I, I've I've said it before that if they if they're going to bring an 18th team in, um, I'd bring in Perth because of that reason too, Cam. The, the, and the amount of times that I've been to Perth over the last few years, yeah, th- th- I think I think there's enough support there and enough corporate support and enough general support in Perth to have a team. We probably should never have given that up um, when the two Super League and ARL came back together, but uh, that would be my pick. I think I'm right. I think the, I think the Broncos have two games yes. in Sydney for the rest of the year.
8: Fair it's the
2: Sharks and the Bulldogs. Wow. Because yeah. the Parramatta games in Darwin, they oh. play in New Zealand, they play the Melbourne Storm, two games. Anyway.
8: There you yes. go.
1: They've confirmed it. We've confirmed it. Travelling to
8: there Bilbo and
1: Shark Park, the only other games they come to Sydney this year having already been to Penrith. Cameron Smith, our special guest between 8 and 9 on a uh, on a Monday morning and a question for Cameron on the text line on the Edgewater Homes text line. Uh, Cameron and correct me if I'm uh, right is Billy still favourite to replace Bellyache or will he now look to Wayne and think he is only a pup? Surely Cameron you will take the smart route and stick with media and no coaching or question mark, question mark what, have you got an email? Next coach at Melbourne is Cameron Smith throwing his hat in the ring?
8: That's like fun not, job coaching. Absolutely not, Vossie. No, not at all. Particularly after you know Craig's tenure there for what 20, 21 years. Um, I'm a, I have too much fun talking to you fellows on Mondays. I'd rather talk to you guys than be in those meeting rooms dealing with the players. Yeah,
2: well, and, well, you know, just look at you. Only had to watch Tim Sheen's yesterday. Oh, like, you are going. Oh my God, oh, mate, that's that's too
8: no, tight. No, and as far as Billy's concerned too, um, I know there is a little bit of talk around Billy. All the conversations I've had with him, boys, is he, he said I'm extremely happy with what he's doing right now. He's, he's coaching the Queensland side, you know, doing his work with the media and his, and his business with his horses. Um, so I highly, highly doubt that he'll take the role as, as head coach of the Storm. All right,
1: let me push a little further, uh, Ray Martin style. <laughs> will it be an internal appointment then? Is, is, or will Melbourne cast a net for Yeah, a who do you think coach? might get the gig?
8: Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Um, I, I think, and, and this is without speaking to anyone in the organisation, any of the administration, I think they will look for someone that has spent time at Melbourne. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a very, you know, sort of, it's a unique place, you know, for, for a rugby league to be, to be played and, and coached and, and whatnot. So you've got to know uh, the town and the people and, and what the club's about. Um, they've got some wonderful people in the, the moment as, as assistant coaches. Mark Bretnell's got great experience. Uh, Craig Bellamy's son has been there for a long time. Aaron Bellamy. Ryan Hinchcliffe, former Storm player as an assistant as well. Um, but I think if they're looking for a little bit more experience, maybe maybe a guy like Jason Riles might be a chance to go down and and, uh, and coach Melbourne. Right. Well, that'd, that'd, that'd be right my tip. He's, he's currently at the Roosters. He's assistant coach at the Roosters. Roosters. Yes, he is. Yeah, it's yep. his second year at the Roosters. Um, so you know, and he's yeah, so he's been both a player and a coach at the Melbourne Storm. Um, yeah, so that would be my tip. But yeah, who knows? We we'll have to wait and see.
1: I think nights like the other night, it just did not look like fun for Craig. And oh. we were obliged oh. to ask you, Cameron, about Melbourne. <laughs> I mean. Well, they're saying, well, you've been around the club a long time. The injury mm. crisis that Melbourne have at the moment, yeah. Craig doesn't want to make excuses. It pains to say that, but the fact is the fact. It's the worst injury doll they've had in his time. Yeah. Um, and the other day, Xavier Coates pulls out on game day. Then Nelson for Solomon is an hour casualty out of the game, and you're looking at six to eight weeks mm. out. If you took away, say, Harry Grant and, um, and Jerome Hughes, it's looking – the depth is just so thin. At yeah, Melbourne I didn't see the side like it. Your two wingers had seven games between them. Your 5'8 yep. was having his first start at, at six. Your bench had twenty-two games between them. Yeah. In round two, you got a bench of twenty two games experience.
8: Yeah, I think it's the most uh, inexperienced storm side that has been on the paddock for quite some time, Vossi. And uh, you know, and this is the challenges now that, that Craig is facing is you know, a lot of new faces, particularly um, you know, those new faces are all young guys starting out their career. And that was my, my major concern for the storm going into this season was um, the depth, particularly in the key positions. And so if they ever lost you know a Munster or a Hughes, um, a Harry Grant, they're already you know starting the season without Ryan Pappenhausen, who was out indefinitely. We don't know when he's going to be back. I was just my, my concern was if they lost one of those guys you know, where, where was the next guy coming from and, and how much of an effect would that have on the footy side? Now, you know, Cameron Munster not being there the other night, that's no excuse for some of the things that the, that the Storm weren't good at. And Craig pointed those out after the match. It was a lot of the effort areas that he was really disappointed in. You know, you take a star player out of a team, that's that's no excuse for lacking effort. There's There's absolutely no excuse for that. But taking him out of the football side, that certainly does... Dent the confidence of that team when you have a guy like Cameron Munster. look at what he did the previous week he had a compound fracture of the finger went off the field come back on and and help steer the team to a great victory against Parramatta in golden Point. so that's the concerning thing for the Storm now is is if they lose a couple particularly those experienced players with such a a young squad who, who's who's taking control of that football side and and I yeah, think that's I, what they're I, the yeah. questions that will be asked this week around that squad. Was hey, like we we're, we were down one, one experienced man. We need people to stand up.
2: Mm, I I think the competition has squeezed closer together. There's no doubt that yeah. And yeah. those sides that didn't make the eight will be are a big chance of knocking off the good sides this year. Who, you know. Those sides that have been pulled apart a bit, the Panthers, mm. the Storm, have lost players through salary cap. You know they've had to yep. shuffle the de- the deck chairs a bit. You know if they've got one or two of their key players missing, they they are vulnerable. And mm. the Storm showed
1: that on the weekend against Absolutely. the Dogs, big time. It was 26 nil after 50 minutes. It was looking. It was seriously. It was looking like. Uh, well, this this will get to 50. Um, that's that's where it looked like it was headed, and then. Uh, things changed in the last bit, but uh, Craig Bellamy bitterly disappointed and knows he's got a big challenge. Melbourne the next couple of weeks, Titans and Tigers. That's their next two matches. Uh, keep the questions coming for Cameron Smith on the Edgewater Homes text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. If you'd like to call the Motorola Open Line, it's open for business 01 three hundred o one eleven seventy.
2: Uh, stacks of uh, text messages here Vossi for Edgewater Homes. Uh, this one, uh, there's a question for Cam, but I'll, I'll read the uh, text message from Buddy first while Teams like the Panthers, Eel Storm, and Rabbit struggle when they lose a star player or two. The Roosters just replace them with another international player. Um, and this question for Cam uh, from Chris: What does he think of the Roosters' chances this year? Keep in mind mm. their injury toll.
8: Yeah, good question. Um, oh, look, I I actually thought they were looking at their squad, that you know their roster on paper. They look as strong as any other club in the competition. So I actually thought. Yeah, they were they were going to have a, a really strong season, maybe top four finish, but they they've been far from impressive really in the first two rounds. You know, getting beaten first up by the Dolphins, um, which was a surprise to a lot of people, uh, and then last week they well, they they battled past the Warriors, didn't they? And mm-hmm. I, I still I feel as though that there's there's some issues with their defence, like they're conceding. I know they only give up twelve the other day, but I just feel as though that they coming off the back of last year their defense wasn't great when you think back to the times when they were, you know they won those back-to-back premierships they were almost impenetrable you know it was so hard to break their defensive line but at the moment teams are they're making line breaks they get down the other end they're able to you know get over the try line um you know fairly regularly against the roosters so if they can fix that area i know there's a, a lot of injuries at the moment those players will return but if they can fix their Defence. I think they'll still finish in a, in a lofty position on the ladder.
1: Alrighty, an assessment of the Roosters from Cameron Smith. This one uh, from Jace Morning Boys, hearing the GOAT. Defend the Broncos' draw. Even had Kevin Walters raising his eyebrows. <laughs> uh, so there's a little <laughs> Kevin Walters eyebrow mention. Gets a run. He's never got gets none, old. Eh? <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Kevin Walters. No eyebrows. Uh, and the we'll, Fairfield. We'll, we'll, frog, the
2: fact that we, we, yeah. we really we, we don't know anything about the draw and how it's worked. So so it's hard to no. comment on. You know it it, it is what it is. Um, mm. it, we can certainly point out well, those be. that we think have got you know the, the good the rub of the green. Um, but yeah. my knowledge of how the draw is is worked out uh, is zero. I don't know what they do. I don't know what the, zero. It's, so it's I, it's put
8: into some computer somewhere uh, elsewhere, yeah, isn't it, Vossie? In Canada, and, and it comes in out Canada.
1: I reckon it's in Canada. That's what I've always heard. That some <laughs> it's Canadian mob boy had to outsource <laughs> it. I got no idea. I mean, I reckon we could give it to Charlie Goodson. Was it Charlie and Dan, Lieutenant Dan, on the penalty? You'd, you'd handle the draw, wouldn't you, Dan? You could handle Come yeah, up with something. He's would not be that hard. <laughs> In high school, you do three-unit maths or anything like that? Anything we need to know that, that could qualify yep, you?
3: Yep, yeah, I could. Co- computer studies, <laughs> something yep. like that, that's all you got to do. Yep. We're,
1: we're, take, we're looking for jobs here. Me and Charlie. Um, and the Fairfield Frog says on the text, oh no, Charlie's just there for support, uh, just to take notes, um, not sure the salary cap squeezed the storm. I think for the first time they've got retention wrong. I, I, look, I mm. think the Fairfield Frog, eh, you know, like it starts with Heinz. Mm. Uh, you know, to, to have all his batch go at the one time—Smith, Kafusi, the Bromwich brothers—it's—it's it's like mm. the Australian cricket team saying, you know, ta-da, Rod Marsh, Greg Chappell, all at the same time. It's but don't, don't you think, it's... Cam? Look, well, what they
2: what they did—they they thought, well, where where is our priority? And they've prioritised in their their spine. They've they've yeah. spent a lot of money to keep uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, who they extended. Harry Grant's done the same thing. Jerome Hughes did the same thing, and Cam Munster just. Signed a yep. big long-term deal, that's so right. they prioritised. And Cam, you know the salary cap. If you're mm. spending that much money on those, like, you know, be close to four million dollars a year on those four players. Be you yeah. know, roundabout, might be a little yeah. bit less, but yep. th- that's that ties your hands behind your back as to what else you bring to the club.
8: Yeah, and at four million, um, which you know, I believe it would be close to um, that much. It's it's forty percent, so it's nearly half of your expenditure on four players, and you and you got to you got to spend you got 30, that, that on you 30. Got thirty players. That's right, yeah. on thirty players. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to you're banking you know majority of your cap on those four players, and you got to hope that they're fit and they stay fit for the entire season. And then you build you build the the, the rest of the team with some soldiers um, around them. But at the moment, as you see, you know Munster's out for another couple of weeks, um, Pappenhausen. Again, indefinite, um, and you've still got, you know, you've got Harry Grant and uh, Hughes there, you know, playing these games. But then when you have guys around them fall to the wayside as well, like Asofa Solomona, six to eight weeks. Uh, it's a that's big that's, that's, a, that's a big loss. That's a huge loss for them. Huge loss. Yep.
1: All righty. Uh, we're going to have Pull Up Your Socks for Underwork straight out of the news. Uh, who has to pull up your socks? You can have a nomination for that on the text line, zero four five seven. 736 736. Monday morning breakfast with Vossi and Brandy with a goat between 8 and 9. Cameron Smith.
2: Vanessa, thank you. We're here for Bryden's lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's lawyers. Dan, hit it.
5: Hello, Moto.
2: Yes, the Motorola open line is one 01170. Affordable premium smartphones. Visit motorola.com.au or the Edgewater Homes text line which is 0457 736 736 Edgewater Completed Homes, now selling at Catherine Park Estate, edgewaterhomes.com.au. Let's go straight to the Motorola open line. Uh, good morning, Simon.
6: Uh, good morning, guys. How are you? It's
2: my, mate, to,
6: it's my first time talking to Cameron Smith. I enjoy his, I enjoy his point of view. I think he's, he's a legend, Okay. I think when he was playing football, it was a bit of a referee kind of point of view. But as a, as a commentator, too, yeah. as a commentator, <laughs>
2: outstanding ref.
6: As a commentator, <laughs> I think he's, he's great.
2: So I, you, I want Simon. to talk
6: to you. I'm a, I'm a Dragon supporter. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's all these journalists, oh, people and the commentators and all that dipping the Dragon's to come I know it's only the first game. I think we've done pretty well for our first game. I think we, I think we knocked off Brisbane last year in the semi final. We got a good wood over the Brisbane Broncos.
9: Mm-hmm.
6: I think we can knock them off as well. You know what I mean? Yep. I think we knocked them out of the semi in the Cogger over last year. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't think know we about can the semis. do them again. I remember Tarek Sims about three years ago scoring a hat trick of first half tries. I think time flies, doesn't it? Through COVID, so I'm. Going to excuse that you forget Dragons weren't part of the finals last year. I hate to break the news to you. Uh, Cameron's saying, can we give you a prize? Cameron, do you agree with that? Signet Power Boost Bank for Simon? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, all right. We'll send out the, the Signet Power Boost Bank. You enjoy the Dragons' victory, uh, Simon, and, and look out Broncos when the Dragons run into the Broncos. So a Signet Power Boost Bank coming the way of Simon for calling the Motorola. Oh, hello. Now Ryan and Mackay. So we follow up. Got Dragons fan into Broncos fan. <laughs> hello, Ryan. Way you go.
9: Well, I was going to talk about how we beat the Cowboys, but now that you mention it, I believe after we beat the Panthers, the Dragon supporters must really be drinking something strong down there if they think they can beat us, considering we beat the reigning premiers. I think no one is going to come up against us once we beat the premiers. And we've now restated our title as the home of Rugby League in Queensland is Red Hill. Red Hill is the home of Rugby League in Queensland, and unless another team can prove us wrong, we've just beaten the Cowboys. Mm. We've beaten the Premiers. We are the Harlem Grob Trotters of the
8: NRL. Oh.
1: <laughs> Big call. About Ryan and Mackay, there <laughs> on SEN. There we go. There's a little political announcement.
8: Mm. The home of rugby
1: league's Red Hill, Cameron. There we go.
8: Well, right. Well, listen. You know, they've 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 won impressively. Okay, over the first two rounds. There's no doubt about that. But just just. Pump the brakes a little bit, Ryan. Look what happened last year, mate. You were sitting fourth with six rounds to go and you didn't make the eight. So just just enjoy the victories and and just (laughs) let the boys keep going.
1: Sage (laughs) advice from Cameron Smith, the GOAT. Now pull up your socks, fellas, for Underworks. Yeah, that's it. Don't get get carried away. Uh, The Harlem Globetrotters, I don't know where that came from. Pull up your socks for Underworks. All day socks by Underworks. Pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourself. We'll let some of our listeners uh, fire away. Pull up your socks to yeah. all the experts calling the season for teams after round two. Long way to go yet. Uh, this one, who needs to pull their socks up? Canberra Raiders fifth tackle options. What about the Tigers' attack? Like, like seriously, oh, they don't have this, socks to pull up. This, this, they this. they need to get a pair of socks first, <laughs> and then to pull up. They're that far behind, Cameron. <laughs> Boy, it was painful. Well, because it was because it happened painful. so recently
2: as yesterday afternoon. Yeah. It, it's hard to go past. How can you? I, I can't think of anything that happened over the weekend, anything that uh, screams "pull up your socks" as the Tigers did yesterday at Leichhardt.
8: Mm. Well, that, uh, that, a that's one, the, Well they're the easy option, Brandy. I'd, I'd listen. Mm. I'm going to say my old team, the Storm, just because it's their first. It was their first home game. Um, I know a lot of people, you know made some noise about the round one victory and all that sort of stuff. That's great. But I'll tell you what, Craig will be extremely disappointed with their performance in their first home game at Melbourne. So I'm going to, I'm going to call out oh, my boys and say, pull up your socks, boys.
1: I'm going to get a little pull miles. up your socks. Indian pitch curators. Now, come on. Get, serve me up a wicket that's only had 20 wickets fall in four days. It's a disgrace. No one's going to watch test cricket with these boring pitches like that. We want, we want the ball exploding 30 minutes in. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, just Agreed. on that cricket too. If you want to listen to the SEN app today, the cricket, Australia v India. Australia head into the last day, trailing by 88 runs. They are none for three in their second innings. And they sent the specialist number 11, Koonerman, in as the night watchman. He lasted 18 balls, and uh, he's not not out. Doesn't strike
2: me as a night watchman type of player, Kuhneman. Dilip Doshi. Dilip Doshi. Yeah. Revisited. Uh, well, no, well, off the back of that, Luke says, R- uh, Ryan's obviously found an early opener. Um,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's our favourite line <laughs> yeah. these days. That's our line. Uh, <laughs> boys. I, def- I defend Greeks. Ryan and Simon. They are just passionate. And we yeah, have a saying here footy. at Creed since day one, when you win, you rub it in. So, boys, I'm, I stand with Simon and Ryan. There we go. Stand with them. Mm. Okay. Death is cricket. Uh, pull from up your YouTube. socks moment. Well done. <laughs> uh have we got if Charlie Goods sir? Uh,
2: is he um is he rekindling the uh mm
1: moment? Well Cameron hasn't <laughs> had that he... segment. We could probably throw oh. it into this into the show if you like. I, I, Cameron, uh... we've got a segment. I, we could teach I'm a little you bit him mm. <laughs> I'm a little bit yeah. nervous. Yeah, well we might do it after a break then. We'll bring Charlie in, be a bit nervous, uh, suddenly joining uh Cameron Smith on the same show. Um yeah, pull pull your socks up moment for you, and that's for the storm. Pull your socks up. Stop the injury excuses. Dogs also had two main forwards out. Um, that's from the the Belford Bulldogs. Um, that was Luke Thompson to beat a pen guy. Yes, out for Canterbury out of their pack. A couple of the mm. the big hombres up front. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I but but look, I just call what I see, and I thought when I sat down to call that game the other night, I said I don't know where the points come from, Melbourne. If if yeah. they. And I say this figuratively, if they bash Harry Grant, if they stop Harry Grant getting at a dummy half, where's Melbourne going to scare them in attack with with what they had? And that's the way it panned out, and Canterbury played a lot better than the previous week. Uh, We will take a break. Pull up your socks for Underworks. All day socks by Underworks. Pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourself in a moment. Cameron Smith goes head-to-head with Charlie Goodsert. It'll be a career highlight for who you'll have to work out.
2: Uh, This one from Ryan, he says, uh, and Ryan, who we just had had on the Motorola Open line, I've Bronco's personalised number plates and uh, tattooed across my chest. So he's got his personalised number plates and a tattoo across his chest, and his dog's names are Day and Yao Yi. Uh, and in reply to that, someone's written, Ryan is a typical Broncos supporter, only up early to pack his belly bong.
3: Right.
1: Wow. Um, and this one... <laughs> On the text line, this may be the most savage Tigers-related text ever. The Salvation Army have a better attack than the Tigers. <laughs> uh, that is quite. That is quite a lot. I wish I had a thought of that myself. Ah, now ah. at uh, twelve minutes to nine, Cameron Smith, we introduce you to a segment run by Charlie Guzzo. What's up, Charlie? This is nerve-wracking for the young fella um, that we've taken in um, and giving him a job. Not quite sure what he does, but um, all right, Charlie, see if you can impress Cameron with a few things that make
5: you go, mm. Uh, uh, Good morning. I've never been so nervous for a segment of my whole life, speaking to the GOAT, Um, and apologies for my sore throat. I lost my voice at Cut over yesterday, screaming. I'm for, surprised you're for at Newcastle, work today.
2: Yeah. really, after a Newcastle win. I'm, I'm, I was stunned when I heard your
5: voice in here this morning. But it, yeah. carry on, absolutely pumped. Uh, so the first I'm one is any uh, day turns up. <laughs> 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 the the first one is is a follow up from uh, the things that make you go hmm from last week. So uh, in the Toronto Raptors, uh, Fred Van VanVleet, uh, who had that fiery tirade uh, at the NBA refs, um, using a lot of expletives and having personal digs at one of them. He was fined $30,000 uh, for his attack, and he makes $30,000? He makes $28.5 wow. million a year, so I think he's all right with the $30,000 fine. What?
1: Yeah, that makes me go... Get... Mm. There we go. go. Yes, there it is. Confirmation. Yeah, they okay. had to hear the bit of audio. Do we have Do we have Mr. Van Fleet there? Have we got time? No, we don't have it there, too. He just let rip, Cameron, in a post-match press conference, just yep. ripped and teared, swearing, expletive-laden about... The quality of the officials. Next one, Charlie, what have you got?
5: Uh, The next one, it's the last one. So I was at Lycott over yesterday. Um, I was on the hill and all of a sudden uh, my mate points to me and says, hey, have a look at that spark. And what was happening, one of the lights was sparking. All of a sudden it started caught on fire and flames started coming out. So all the cops and security guards had to form a perimeter around one of the light posts and no one was allowed to go near it because one of the the lights had caught on fire.
1: (laughs) Well, that's been... (laughs)
5: I'm gonna
1: I'm
2: gonna rattle off three quick things that I saw out of the weekend's games that just made me go, What the Jackson <laughs> Hastings in his in his interview uh, said I was proud of the Tigers today and I'm thinking that is the biggest lie that I've ever heard. He's playing for Newcastle, yet he said he was proud of the Tigers. I'm going, what, what, what? Uh, Tyson Gamble and uh, Adam Dewey. Adam Dewey yeah. made a mistake at the play of the ball, then fell over with cramp, and then Tyson Gamble gave him a gobful. Then Adam Dewey jumped up and started wanting to fight him. And Tyson Gamble summed it up beautifully. He said... What happened, to your kick, what happened to your cramp? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the. Something.
1: Yeah, if you so-and-so. Yeah, and so. Uh, <laughs> yes, and
2: yes. the last thing that made me go, mm, was Sean O'Sullivan being sin-binned. Oh, what the? Nah. Yeah, it was did, seven has, go. I thought Cole nah. Flanagan sin-binning was bad last yeah. week. Mm. That yeah. was worse. Sean yeah. O'Sullivan yeah. going to the bin because Corey Harawira kicked the ball poorly and just ran into him. Yeah. That was, that was a really bad decision. What Thanks was he <laughs> meant to do, second, Brandy? Yes. I, I just... Yeah, I've no, no idea. Cam, he didn't change his line, didn't move. It's, just just It was crazy.
1: Yeah. Crazy, crazy. One last um, thing to make you go um out of uh, Germany. Women in Berlin can now swim topless in the city's public pools if they choose to, just as men can. <laughs> um, it continues <laughs> Germany's tradition of nudity. Um, it's called... It's actually Germany's love... Cameron, for, this is your word for the day, frikopakulta, which is translated <laughs> to free body culture. So there will be topless women swimming in the public pools in Berlin. Wow. Okay. That makes you go. I, I actually, I had <laughs> no idea I was walking into this today, fellas. I'll, no, I'll be, I'll be much it. better
8: prepared next week, I think.
1: That's right. You've got to come up with one yourself. There you go. So we go all <laughs> yeah, over the place. Just it's it's open it now you know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this one too, Rob's having a crack. He says, are you considering having the week off from the captain's run? Cameron, the beak will be insufferable after a oh, Broncos win and a storm loss. Kempi. Captain's run Wednesday.
8: Yeah. No, I'll be there, Kempy. I'll be there with Kempy, 12 to 3, Wednesday.
1: All right, Cameron, that's when you're next on SEN. Uh, the captain's run midday on a Wednesday. Cameron, thanks for joining us. The yeah, hour's just flying by. I felt like five minutes. Thanks, thanks fellas. Thanks,
8: We'll see you next week. Good man.
1: Have a great week. That is uh, Dolphins' newest supporter, Cameron Smith, uh, live here on SEN Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. We'll have a break just to bring it home.
2: Uh, Vossie, the Balmain bum bag says, and we we should have got to this earlier. But we need to go <laughs> We need Cameron Smith to deliver a ala moto. Alo moto, um, yeah. We'll we'll do that next That's Monday. Fair. Uh, Balmain bum bag. Uh, the tool man says, uh, Willie Talau Willie needs to pull up his socks after his performance after the game with Jackson Hastings yesterday.
1: Tommy Talao told okay. Tommy needs to pull up his socks, yeah. yeah. I, no, no, I thought it was poor. I thought it was high school, you know, high school yard that you'd do that. Not out on the middle of the field on Leichhardt Oval after a game. If Hastings, you know, it looked like he was going over to apologise, to shake his hand, and then for them to have that sort of spat, I just don't think that's, that's not in our That's not... That's not like a showing of professionalism.
2: <laughs> Alan Belford-Jones says uh, he's booking tickets to Berlin as you speak.
1: Right. Okay, yeah, well, it's interesting, isn't it? It's, um, that's it. Nudity oh, nee. is oh, on. Nee. Oh, nee. Um, This one, Morning Boys Teddy might be a good fit for the Dogs. What are your thoughts? Ray from Campbelltown well, He's hoping that James Tedesco. Oh, but they've got Stephen <laughs> Crichton already signed up. Where's their cap? <laughs> yeah. They can't buy them all. they got Crichton coming no, to play okay. fullback uh, next year, uh, the Bulldogs. Don't know about... Um, Tedesco and, and a caller saying that you missed the point, Vossi, with Ryan. Uh, the Dragons did beat the Broncos last season, knocked the Broncos out of the finals. Um, Not, uh, or the, the point that the was made game. by Simon, our caller, by Simon. Yeah. Yes. But they certainly right. didn't play finals football. Brandy, what a Monday. It's just flying past. Feels like i have been on here for 15 minutes. Oh, what a weekend of sport, Vossi. We'll be back to do it again tomorrow.
2: All right. See you later. Have a great Monday.